0: Let's go. Let's rock. Give me juice podcast, man. He's He's the best in the world at what he do, know what I'm talking about. Ryan Rock. Born to raise in the age time. Houston Texas. Know what I'm saying? Let's go. got my feet up on.
1: Uh, Cut them haters off. I told them, beat it. I don't need speed, beat the red, cash, but it's all good. I got my visa. These rolling guys are staring at me like the monoliths. My ghetto nine keys. I beat it like a crease. I always like my sneakers. These and five pink aces. Uh-huh. Let's go. I'm knocking them down baby, back in the road. He really the one. They already love. on my chance to put on the show. Black- 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 Jill, sipping my juice. I'm the beans, so I'm to the end. Sit back in on whatever I do. We get
0: it in on the day. I get it rocking like this with the A. We 10 toes down on the page. What's up? We better see what they said. say. Jill, yeah. sipping juice. Rocking Jill, 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 rockin sipping juice. So let's go.
2: We shall consider the Astros cheaters. <laughs> <laughs> around playing
1: Eminem in your car? You and your old
2: lady? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Welcome to welcome to the uh, Quiet Storm edition of the Gems uh, and Juice podcast. A real late night edition. Um, look, we get into it. Figgy had an event to attend. I know this man's tired as well. Oh, I'm Um, good, man.
1: I got my coffee right here. I got my coffee right here. I'm
2: good. Why'd you double cup the coffee, man? You trying to (laughs) do an ace town thing with that? No, no, the cup was actually hot. (laughs) Oh, okay. It was hot.
1: So I'm like, man, I ain't want to sit there. And then it's doing a wave. Where'd you
2: find the styrofoam cups? I thought those were banned at the station. Oh, really?
1: I didn't know they was banned. They They were
2: removed. We used to have a lot of styrofoam cups, but then we had some kind of fucking... Save the earth initiative, and we got a fucking bunch of mugs, and I'm not gonna use nobody else's mugs that they drank out of to drink my coffee. So I'm I was fucked. I stopped <laughs> drinking coffee at the station. Yeah. And now we got styrofoam cups back. Yeah,
1: it, it was in the 610 studio. So oh, I okay, y'all soon. hiding
2: them. All right.
1: Yeah, no, the in-plain
2: day. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think nobody
1: used them though, but
2: <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Yeah, man. Do you usually drink coffee? Are you a coffee guy? Um, I was
1: for a little bit, but I'm kinda on and off. Like, I don't necessarily need coffee. Yeah, like, I can wake up in the morning and be good to go. Sometimes I just have a taste for it. So yeah, I never necessarily need coffee.
2: I feel you. <laughs> I quit because I be taking other stimulants, man. I take like pre workout and some energy drinks sometimes. So yeah. I quit coffee just because it is it, it would be too much on top oh, of everything yeah. else. And
1: all that caffeine no. and all <laughs> that.
2: Yeah. What up, Ernesto? We see you on the YouTube comments, man. Welcome, welcome what to the up? show. Glad to have you here. Ernesto said you're gonna be up all night with that coffee, man.
1: I know. I actually got to get up super early too. I'm I'm good for I'm I'm good with the you know running around all day though, man. So <laughs> I, I gotta get up early to get my hair retwisted.
2: Oh, okay. So
1: um I gotta be at this girl house five in the morning. Damn. <laughs> Yeah, she ain't got no other time, and I ain't got no other time either. Because She going to
2: be awake at that time?
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's
2: crazy, man. Yeah. Well, shit, we'll make this a quick one, man. We ain't got a whole lot. We're just going to, um, you know, get the family together here and just talk about some cut topics and sports and whatnot and things that happened this past week. And, you know, just kind of touch base with y'all and see how y'all feeling as well. So with that said, man, let's just get into a quick reaction of the Texans game. They played the Jaguars. Um, it was tough. Came down to the last kick at the last second by the foot short. Um, now, apparently this, this game was not, according to Texans Twitter, this was not the Texans versus the Jaguars. Okay. This was the Texans versus the NFL referees. <laughs> Okay, they were the ones who were plotting and planning against the Texans, and they were the reason that the Texans lost this last game. Now, Figgy, what's your opinion on this, man? Do you do you blame the refs?
1: Nah, I don't, man, because I felt like the Houston Texans, they ain't really played their best game. And I, I know the, the, the refs was bad that game overall. Like not, not just towards the Houston Texans. It was bad towards the Jazz, too. They missed a couple calls for them, but, um, man, I, I I think they ain't played their best game. So if, if they played their best game and it was one call that screwed everything up, then I would be like, man, the refs messed that up, but the Houston Texans had a lot of opportunities to take advantage, and they didn't. So I, I, can't, I can't just blame this game on the refs.
2: Yeah, the funny thing to me is how when whenever the refs never get – like, propped up by a fan base if they're the reason why. Like, somehow, no fan base says the refs are the reason why we won, but they're always the reason why somebody loses. Yeah. You know? (laughs) So you tell me in the entire 20-plus history of the Texans, the refs have never helped them win? Because according to anybody who talks about the games, that's never happened. (laughs) But they've only helped us lose games. Same with the Rockets, too. The Rockets never helped. The referees never helped uh, the Rockets. They only hurt them. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. That's the funny thing to me. No fan no base comes out and says, well, the refs when going to help us out here.
1: Yeah. Yeah, they never be like, woo, man, we, we won that game because of the
2: refs. Nope. <laughs> nah, they never say that. <laughs> nah. So they're, they're always the villains. And look, I, I get it. There's some calls that, uh, looking at it, the game live, I thought that Tank Dell shit was not a catch because it looked like his left leg was way up. But yeah. then I saw the freeze frame and it looked like okay, it was down. Yeah. But um, yeah, it, it is what it is. Like football yeah. is a lot of plays you could have done differently, and you really can't look at it as just, you know, this one thing is a reason why we lost. But yeah, I get it. I get it. Everybody got some got everybody somebody gotta play the villain, okay? Yeah. We can't just admit that the Jaguars are better. That's yeah. blasphemy. <laughs> it has to be the refs, okay. Yeah. So, now, and we now, know for a fact that CJ is better than uh, Trevor Lawrence. So,
1: yeah. Now, I will say it was like that tank play. I felt like that was a bad call right there. And then mm-hmm. there was another play where it was like got called for motion or something. And it was like a 60 yard bomb that got taken away because they said two two men were moving or something. Brees and that. It was something weird. And then it, it was only one person moving. So I'm just like, man, I was messed up, but I still feel like they had other opportunities to come away with that win.
2: Yeah. Um, Ernesto says, I don't blame the refs. I blame the three and one and four-and-one deep throws. Yeah, the fourth down, fourth and one throw deep was weird to me. Like, I get yeah. I like the fact that the Texans play unpredictable now because we've yeah. had years and years of run, this fucking run, conservative run. ass yeah. offense run, run, run two to- run on first and second down throw on third then punt you know that was the texans <laughs> every it seemed like every play was that uh and now they mix it up a lot more but that was weird i didn't understand the mentality behind throwing it deep on fourth and one but yeah whatever i'm, I'm i don't get paid the big bucks maybe i just don't see the vision yeah but it didn't work so it looked stupid yeah <laughs> <laughs> Ernesto says it's all on Dusty. Yes, it's it, it Dusty's fault. Okay, it's all on Dusty. Dusty must have been walking around the stadium somewhere. He put bad vibes in the uh, <laughs> Dusty being NRG. Dusty. Yep, Dusty. Dusty being Dusty. It's all on yep. Dusty. Dusty getting over his head. <laughs> all on Dusty, man. <laughs> um, and, Oh, yeah. I saw the Rockets are now eliminated from the end-season tournament as well. Oh, man. You man. give a shit. Man, I'm so,
1: I'm so disappointed. I really wanted
2: the Rockets to get the first one, man. I know, man. More <laughs> dang, than a championship. Dang,
1: I was hoping to get one of them t-shirts.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, so. I, I, I'm, I'm kind of confused, man, because... So, the in season tournament is going on, and is other random games still going on, too? Like, like I don't know how it go, man.
2: <laughs> yeah, they have, like... They have... Let me see what happened. They 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 changed the schedule because uh, because of teams that for a team that got eliminated from the tournament, which is I don't know that's just strange to me. So now yeah. they have like additional home games and shit, yeah. and I don't know. It's it's weird. I I, I can't follow it. Yeah, I'm yeah. not tapped in like that.
1: I'm I'm not either. I don't even know who's still in it or what. Yeah. Yeah, it's so, it's so whack, man. I just, I don't get It's always weird to see people trying to pump it up like it's something. It's just like, how is it something, man? Like, what's the difference between this and the regular season game?
2: I mean, to be fair, if you're really into basketball, this is probably one of the most boring times to really be in it. Because, <laughs> number one, nobody else really cares but the hardcore basketball people because the NFL is going on right now. So, like, now, I, I, now, dude, get, I get the mentality behind it. I get it. I just don't know about the execution. I don't know if the players give a shit. Yeah, That's the, the big question.
1: Yeah, I'm, like, curious. Even the hardcore basketball fans, do they even like it? Do they even care about the tournament? Or are they just watching just to watch? Because they're going to watch anyway. Yeah. So, like, is the tournament, like... <laughs> Like, do they really care about this tournament to see who get eliminated? Because I ain't really see nobody talk about, like, oh, dang, this thing got eliminated.
2: Yeah, nobody got—nobody was crying in the locker room, I don't think.
1: Yeah, (laughs) Like, I ain't even see fans, like, dang, we got eliminated. It was just, like, regular games, man.
2: I think we'll see in, like, the finals, you know. I think we'll see the temperature when somebody wins it or— When it's down to, like, the last teams left, we'll see if they actually are competitive or they're just, like, playing like an all-star game almost or, like, any other regular season game, you know? (laughs) So we'll see. Ernesto says, I still don't understand that tournament. Yeah, we don't either, man. I don't... It's hard to follow, and I don't really care about it. But we'll see. Like I said, we could be wrong. Maybe you'll be hyped towards the end. I don't know. But... It, I'm not I don't really care honestly. Now the Rockets are out, I really don't care. So Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: probably I, I mean, I guess a, a younger team that never won anything would probably care. Yeah. A little more, but like the Warriors win it,
2: they they don't care. Oh uh, yeah, I doubt they would even try hard in it.
1: Yeah. It would have
2: like us it would be definitely be a team that hasn't won anything in a long time. Like I saw the Pelicans were were kind of uh still in it. Mm if they want, it would be a big deal for them, I'm sure, because they've never won anything. Yeah. So, but, yeah, for for any team with actual banners up, I don't think anybody gives a shit. Yeah. So, I feel Kobe would play hard if he was in the end-season tournament, though. He'd be the only person taking it serious.
1: (laughs) Kobe Bryant would
2: definitely take the uh, end-season tournament very seriously. Yeah. I don't know about anybody else in the Lakers right now, though. (laughs) Uh, LeBron missing games because of his son in, in college? Yeah. Are you, are you upset about that?
1: <laughs> nah, I mean, look, man, I, he ain't on my team, so it <laughs> don't
2: matter. I thought you were a LeBron fan,
1: not a Cleveland fan. Nah, man. <laughs> Salute to LeBron, but I ain't about to root for nobody else uh, or yeah. another team because of LeBron, but... um I guess he kind of earned that, I guess, where he could do whatever he want.
2: All off. Yeah, I understand it, though. I, yeah. I get it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's just it's funny. True. He
1: took off, like, a, a damn month after he won the scoring, t- uh, the all-time scoring list.
2: Yeah, yeah. He said his leg was messed up. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Nah, <laughs> LeBron's just funny, man. LeBron, <laughs> shout out to him for still doing it at a high level regardless because he's, like, what, 38 now? 38,
1: 39, yeah. yeah. he's up there. He'd be, I think he'd be 39 this month.
2: And they keep trying to shame him whenever he does an interview, like, oh, you know, the, the, the coach of the jazz is, is younger than you, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, they be trying to fucking shame him. Yeah. Every time he plays, man, remind him how old he is. I know. Like then, that's ageism. Okay. You wouldn't ask a WNBA player that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, he got to that point now. He remember he was the youngest in the league and all mm-hmm. this other stuff. Now he had a point where, you know, he the oldest one. Like, oh, remember this yep. coach? You played against this coach,
2: mm-hmm. and
1: now he's uh, he's your head coach.
2: Yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> did,
1: did you see that tweet going around showing how I guess all the stages of LeBron and everybody he faced <laughs> throughout his yeah. whole career? It's just like, dang, this dude faced Jabari Smith junior's dad
2: yeah (laughs) his first game. you you play you you come in (laughs) playing against somebody's dad then you play into your career playing against a son yeah that's insane
1: (laughs) yeah he's playing against darvin ham and now he's his (laughs) coach (laughs)
2: that's crazy man (laughs) it really is man it really is but shout out to him for having a long career regardless man um ernesto says spurs lost like 12 straight yeah they're ass yeah, even the hype around Victor has died down. I feel it like he's playing good, but just their ass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's uh tough to watch. Yeah. the number one pick in the draft have such a shitty team he has mm-hmm. to play with. But oh well. Yeah. <laughs> um, moving on to new releases. Um, I didn't see anything that came out. Figured, did you see anything? new release wise, music wise that tickled your fancy.
1: Um, kind of man like this ain't I mean, this probably ain't the crowd for it, but uh, Sexy Red released a deluxe album.
2: Okay. Uh
1: I think her album is Hood Prin- Princess. I think it's Hood Princess <laughs> and uh she released a deluxe which was like 11 new songs. So it was then there another album. But um uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's exactly what you expect, man. <laughs> the uh, same type of songs and all this other stuff. So, I mean, it's, uh, it is what it is. <laughs> so, that's all I listen to.
2: I saw some stuff dropped. I didn't listen to it, though. I know uh, AZ dropped an album. Mm. Um, and I saw he was on uh, the Math Hopper podcast as well, kind of shutting down all their chatty-patty gossip shit. <laughs> and... Uh, I saw Buster Rhymes drop something too. He he,
1: I, I, I meant to bring that up last week. I think he dropped it last week or two yeah. weeks ago. And I kind of skimmed through it, man. The first three songs, and I'm just like, nah, this ain't, this ain't it. This ain't the Busta I know.
2: <laughs> yeah, he just he, he's, he I hate to say it, man, because he's a legend, but he's super washed right now. Like yeah. his voice just sounds bad. Um, I, I don't know what what's going on, but. It's just unfortunate, but yeah, I remember hearing him on that, uh, I think it was a, it was Benny the Butcher song, or somebody's, some Griselda song he was on, and like his verse was terrible, man. Like it was Mm. so big, the beat was hard. I heard Busta Rhymes coming, I'm like, he's gonna kill this shit. And it was bad. Mm. So yeah, unfortunately he's washed. Uh, Hate to say it, but. And the thing
1: about this album though, um it's just, I mean, and I know Buster Rhymes, I ain't going to sit here and try to say Buster Rhymes, need to, he need to be more underground or how he used to be because he had some poppy, you know, radio hits. He had a bunch of those. But uh, all it, like, I don't want to hear Buster Rhymes with Kodak Black. Mm-hmm. I, I want to hear Buster Rhymes and Lil Baby and Busta Rhymes with Name Whoever new Artist. And I was just like, man, and, and it was on their type of beats, too. So, I'm just like, man, this ain't the buster I, I I grew up listening to, man. So, um, I don't know, man. Th- that wasn't it, man.
2: <laughs> yeah. And that's one thing I kind of really don't. And we'll talk about this because Lil Wayne has some comments too about the Andre 3000 rapping at 40 thing. But one thing that's really embarrassing to me, like, I, I don't, I like hearing rappers still rap when they get older. But I don't like them trying to ride the new wave, you yeah. know. Get the young rappers on. Like I'll understand if he has like a rapper rapper on, yeah. but I don't want to hear like Busta Rhymes and Lil Durk, you know. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. that's just not a good fit, man. I don't want to hear him rapping over certain beats that the kids rap over.
1: Yeah, you know.
2: I like the unique production we used to get in Busta Rhymes projects. Yeah, and we really don't get that anymore.
1: Yeah, so
2: I'm going I'm to read some of these uh, features he got on
1: here. So this album is called Blockbuster. Mm-hmm. That's already like, a, like I understand that title, but whatever. But uh, he got a song with Quavo. He got a song with Bia. He got a song with Young Thug. Yeah. <laughs> he got a song with Blast. And I'm trying to see who this is. Uh look like Blast and Young Blue. Which is nah. He got a song with Corey Larrae. Oh God! <laughs> I'm like, man. Then you use the rap with her dad. He came with yes. her dad. <laughs> 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 he got the song with her. So yeah, uh, whatever. He got a song with the baby. He got a song with Burner Boy. Uh, Swiss Beats. Uh, that, that, yeah, I guess so. But um, Chris, uh, of course, Chris Brown. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Kodak Black. Um, there's a couple other people I'm not familiar with, but just getting through the Quavo and the Young Thug and the Young Blue. Um, uh, I'm just like, man, nah, this ain't
2: <laughs> and that's the confusing thing to me. Like, does Buster even know his own audience? Does he think fans of Koy Ray and the Baby are are gonna listen to Buster rhymes? Yeah. Uh, I mean maybe they'll check out that one feature, maybe that's all he cares about. But like his fans don't want to hear any of that shit, dog. Yeah. <laughs> and, They're from two completely different schools of hip
1: hop, really. Yeah, and you know the funny thing is I forgot who um who mentioned this. But um Buster it was somebody that was in the industry. I don't know if it's Joe Budden or somebody else, but they mentioned how Buster Rhymes is the Tory, he, he's good for pretty, uh, lack of a better word, barging in the studio and hopping mm-hmm. on somebody else's song. So I'm guessing, you know, I, I, I ain't saying that, that was the reason he was on that Chris Brown song, but he, he you know how you see Buster Rhymes randomly on somebody's mm-hmm. song? We're just like, damn, they got Busta. He's notorious for, you know, beating somebody in the same place. And, hey, let me hop on that. You know, you ever met somebody like that? Be like, oh, I can do that kind of Yeah. Yeah, i I been in studios with people like that all the time, where you play something for them, and they force themselves on that mm-hmm. song. I think he's notorious for that, and so he probably got a lot of these features this way, too, or a lot of these collabs this way. So um, I don't know if he felt like this is the way to stay hot or what, but... I, don't, I just I don't want to hear Buster Rhymes with Kodak Black, man. I rather yeah. Like it's one thing if Kodak Black reached out to him,
2: Mm-hmm. and I seriously doubt that happened, man. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. I don't
1: think that I don't think that happened, but you know, I sometimes somebody might sample the song or something, and like let me get the person who I sampled the song from on here, mm-hmm. yeah. And you get the old Buster Rhymes or something like that. Well, I I can understand that, but. Busta Rhymes should not be reaching out to somebody like a Kodak Black or Lil Baby or uh, Lil Dirk or something like that.
2: Yeah, it would be dope if he just like connected with the rappers that he came up with that are still rapping. Like, I know, I think that's what he did on his last time. I think that was Extinction Level Event 2 or whatever the fuck it was. He had like Q-Tip, he had some older rappers on it and it sounded like a more classic Busta Rhymes record. You know, yeah. but yeah. now he got a bunch of 20 year olds on his new one. Yeah. Like it's going to attract a new audience. I don't know if that's going to work, man.
1: Yeah. So his last album, he had Rock Him, Pete Rock.
2: Yeah. Uh, see,
1: MOP, Old, D- I think it was a, a sample, but Old Dirty Bastard, uh, Q Tip, Rick Ross. That's cool. Like I, mm-hmm. I
2: get it. Um, yeah. Uh, Rhapsody. Yeah. See, this is an album for like a, 35 to 40 year old yeah. plus year old. This is an album that he should be making. Yeah. I don't know why he did this and then went to what he's doing now.
1: I know. Yeah. I don't, I don't get it. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but yeah, I thought that was a pretty good album. I liked it. So unfortunate that he seems to take one step forward and like two steps back yeah. with his uh, recording process. But I don't know. I guess it's that rapper midlife crisis where. Now, I can still do it with the kids. Yeah. You know, <laughs> they they still need Buster Bus.
1: Yeah, So yeah. Nah. I think some people still had that mindset of I need a I need a radio smash. Yeah, let me get, let me get the hottest rapper. <laughs> I need
2: something on. that'll go crazy on TikTok. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You don't need to do that, man. Yeah, it's Buster, yeah. man. He a legend
1: in my eyes. So I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't think
2: he had to do any of that. No, nah, he really doesn't. <laughs> Um Ernesto says Highlighted the NBA season so far with the gothic uh Jimmy Butler. Yeah, that was really funny. Yeah. How know. are the heat doing anyway? I didn't check the record. Do they
1: still use that Do they use that picture of him whenever they like talk about Jimmy Butler?
2: Uh I don't see it on my okay. timeline. Okay. No, I wonder I, guess it,
1: I wonder, like, you know how the NBA posts somebody picture, like a picture of LeBron and then stats. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, do they actually use that picture? <laughs> It'll be funny if they did. It'll be funny if they did. Because that was a funny little whatever the fuck he was doing. (laughs) But, yeah. Um, So, yeah. Uh, There was something I watched, though, a music documentary. Uh, Little Brother put out a a documentary on YouTube called May the Lord Watch. (laughs) Um, I think it was on something else at first. But now it is on YouTube for free. You can watch it. I watched most of it tonight. And it's really good, man. It's really good. It's explained a lot of things I didn't know. Um, Of course, Ninth Wonder was not a part of it, which kind of sucks because they really kind of shit on him. And I get it, like, if things happen that way. But I always want to hear, like, both sides when it comes (laughs) to things like this. And we got both sides when it came to, like, the Fonte and Big Pooh split up. We didn't get the both sides when it came to the Ninth Wonder shit. Yeah. You know, it was just them saying that he was just not a part of a lot of shit. Mm. So that's really unfortunate. Um, and it really kind of seemed like they were never really like officially a group of ninth. You know, yeah. like he basically, like as soon as that first album popped off, Jay called ninth. Mm. And so he was already out of there. So he never really toured with them. He didn't really go through like the group process. They just made the album. He sent the beats and then they performed together probably a few times, but that was it. Yeah. So they were never really a a, a group group with ninth, unfortunately.
1: Yeah. Yeah. My, I was actually in a barber shop today and my barber was and then was talking about this and how um it seemed like it seemed like Pooh ain't really uh, Pooh and them was it seemed like they was kinda uh I guess saying how they didn't want knife around or told them not to come through. Yeah, but then, then, but then say he ain't come through type of thing.
2: Like he yeah. just left. Him. <laughs> so
1: he's kind of like talking out of both ends. So uh, yeah, I'm gonna check this doc out, man.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's good. Um, I didn't finish all of it, but I'm pretty close to the end. But it's really well done. Um, and you can watch it for free ninety nine on YouTube. So. Make sure you check it out, man. Um, if you're interested in, in kind of that old school hip hop or Little Brother in general, very well done. And I, I'm enjoying it. Um, Miguel says, Damn, all figgy intros be stuck in my head. I'd be randomly singing Baseball Spo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you should make like a full track of that shit, man. Like yeah. put it on streaming services. Yeah, I should. Baseball Spo song.
1: Yeah, I got the John McClane song. I got the, <laughs> I got the Brandon Scott song. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's funny or Maybe I'll um, just put it on YouTube or something <laughs> Yeah man, get the streaming numbers up Tony Scott on Facebook says If you don't change and adapt, you die How, Busta Rhymes grow, how does Buster Rhymes grow If he expected to stay the same I mean
1: I feel like you could you, I feel like you could grow and still stay in your lane though Yeah Like I don't think you have to uh, To grow, you have to do something that You're not really used to doing or something that's not your sound?
2: I think there's a difference between growing and trend hopping, okay? Like, if Kim was on Snap Music <laughs> when that shit was popping in the 2000s, would that be growth for him? You know, you can grow as a rapper and grow as an artist, but that doesn't mean chasing whatever's hot and just getting whoever's hot in the industry on your shit, you know? Because that would imply that rap has really grown (laughs) a whole lot since those days, and I don't know if that's true. But, yeah, yeah, I think there's just a point. He could grow, but what he's doing right now is just chasing trends and chasing whatever's hot and trying to jump on that. And he's not growing as an MC.
1: Yeah, because if you look at people like Nas, Nas is... To me, I felt like Nas grown from where he was, yeah, because he's not really jumping on a trend or anything, but his music is a little more grown now. now I mean, same thing with Jay Z. I feel like Jay Z music, or or at least his last album, was a little more grown and personal. Uh, mm-hmm. Personal. So I just felt like we never really got a, a, I mean, not that I was looking for a personal <laughs> Busta Rhymes album, but. Like, he been in the game for so long, man. Sometimes you want to see how people grow at the end. Pause. Yeah. (laughs) So same thing with like Jadakiss. I think Jadakiss' last album was a little more grown. It wasn't like that hard 1997 uh, Locks album or nothing like that. It was a little more mature, a little more grown for, um, you know, a, a rapper like him. And I think Busta Rhymes could do the same thing too, man. I just... You know he don't have to he don't have to rap with little baby he don't have to rap with these younger high artists I I feel like it's a lane where you could kind of just do what you've been doing and get the you know the same reaction or a better reaction
2: Yeah I mean look if he can grow in terms of like the content that he raps about you know there's things that he can grow lyrically production wise trying new things he used to be a very experimental rapper. That's yeah. one thing I miss about Buster Rhymes. He would rap over anything. The beat to "Give Me Some More" is yeah. just crazy that anybody ever rapped on that, man. Yeah. Sometimes I, that track comes up on shuffle. I'm like, how the fuck did he even figure out this flow to rap? Yeah. Period, man. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. Like he was very experimental back then, and just now he's just kind of go very, very by the numbers type Buster Rhymes versus we get now.
1: Yeah, that
2: song was crazy, though. I
1: Man, that was my favorite song as a kid, man. Yeah. That song, and then uh, Dangerous. Yeah. Every time I hear that song, that song is actually in my playlist. But the way he be rapping on there, I'm like, how could anybody rap to that? Mm Mm-hmm. Like, I would would be really curious to see somebody hop on that as a feature. Yeah. I don't even know if they can do it. (laughs) So, he got a lot of songs, even... um, uh, what's the what's the song? Uh, put put your hands where my eyes can see. Yeah, it's it, it just the way he was rapping on there. I, it's just hard for me to believe that he got to hop on the song with Lil Baby
2: mm-hmm. to
1: you know get his point across. I feel like he can do all type of crazy. Stuff. True, he had a song, the song the song with Janet Jackson. Man, that song was yeah hard. yeah. I'm just he got it in him, man. Maybe he just not motivated. Maybe he feel like he got it. Hop on these songs with these young, the uh, the younger rappers to do something, yeah. I guess.
2: I mean, it could be a lot of things. You get older, um, and recording, you're not as you lose the hunger in general. Um, you you convince yourself you still have it, but really, you don't because you're living comfortable, you're not like a hungry MC like he used to be. Yeah. And look, his health too, like he's uh, he'd be fluctuating sometimes, he looks swole, sometimes, he look like he's just gotten really big. Yeah. So... It, it could be a lot of things, man. His voice doesn't really sound the same at all. It just sounds pretty damaged in general. So it's a lot of things with him, I think. But yeah, I, I do miss the old Buster, of course. And not just how he sounded, but how he just really pushed the boundaries of rap at the time. Yeah, Spoon said, "Pass of Ross. Yeah, classic song, classic yeah. song. <laughs> he had so many, man. He was a he part of a lot, lot of that. big hip-hop moments. <laughs> yeah. Um <laughs> Miguel asked, did we break down how the NFL rigged the Jags and Texans game? Yes, we did. We said, according to y'all on Twitter and the fan base, the Texans did not play the Jaguars. They played the referees, and the referees won. So, yeah, referees won one on the season on the Texans. Um <laughs> Tony Scott said, name three hungry MCs. I mean, today,
1: um, in general, or uh, to, I guess newer.
2: <sighs> three, we've been talking about this theme like nobody really seems like some anybody wants to take the crown of best in the game in yeah. rap. I would say Drake is hungry in terms of where he is, like the fact that he still feels the need to prove himself as a rapper. Yeah. I would say he's hungry. Yeah. You know, he wants to stay on top. He wants to put out the number one hits. Um, J. Cole, I don't know. I mean, when you hear a new verse from him, you can hear the hunger. I would say J. Cole's hungry. I'll put him up there.
1: Yeah. It's kind of grading on the curve, too, man. Yeah, yeah, true. Because he kind of be going ghost. Now, as of late, he been, you know, rapping his ass off, but... Mm -hmm. That dude could disappear too.
2: Yeah, true. So, like, how hungry?
1: I, I, when we do see J Cole, he's hungry. But uh, how often do we see J Cole? Yeah. So he, I don't think he's rapping like he got to prove something. I think lately he have been, but I, I don't. It's tough, man. I'm trying to see who is. Let me see. Yeah, I, man. That's a that's a good question, man. I don't
2: know. I don't. I don't don't think anybody in the game is really hungry like that. Honestly, I think people just wanna wanna get hits by any means necessary, but they don't want to be like 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 we've talked about. It's it's corny to be like a great rapper now. You know, a lot of people say I'm not. I'm not into that lyrical, spiritual, miracle, all that shit. They don't. They don't respect that kind of rapping. Yeah. Okay. So nobody wants to be like the MC anymore. They just want to be the cool rapper who can do shows and get money. Yeah. In general. And other opportunities outside of rap. Yeah. Tony Scott yeah. said, we said that last Drake album was rap, was whack. I mean, the album, the whatever the fuck it was called. I forget the name of it now. The for, for the All dog the was whack, but the EP he put out a few weeks ago, that was good. Yeah. you know and that showed me that he that showed everybody he could still rap when he takes it serious yeah. and I think he's hungry for keeping his status as the number one hit maker and number one pop star and number one rapper yeah I just think that he's it, that that means that he's fallen to a formula where it's just I don't I don't really care for it personally yeah but I, I would say he's hungry for success still and wants to maintain his success. Yeah, but the music in general, the R and B shit has just never been for me. And it's still not for me. Yeah, I'm 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 just looking at random uh, rappers.
1: Um, I feel like Nas is a little hungry, man. Because yeah, he's I've, been
2: dropping a lot. He's been I dropping way so. more
1: than he ever have in his career.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> like he been dropping way too much to the point where we. I'm like, damn, like this a little. It's <laughs> a little too much. But I feel like he's, um, I feel like uh, he's probably like one of the hungriest MCs yeah. right now. The way he been dropping um, like good projects.
2: But there has to be like people under fifty that are hungry, man. We have to like. Are man. any other young rappers? Maybe we need uh, somebody who's really into like the underground young rap. Because everybody I hear that they suggest is ass. He will yeah. be su- suggesting shit like Ken Carson. And I'll bump some Ken Carson. It's like the worst shit I've ever heard, man. Yeah. Like a lot of this rap is just uh I can't say any of these kids are hungry to be like known as good rappers. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I can't see it either. I'm looking so I'm I'm looking on this website. I'ma share it. uh, uh hold on. I'm looking at uh, 20 rappers of uh, 2023 20, to watch. Okay, so let's see if they' hungry or not. Maybe we could be wrong, but I don't know. But uh,
2: are you Is- familiar with Lola Brooke? No, I'm not. She looked like a a, 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 a a one of like, Are they coming off like a fucking factory line? These. <laughs> <laughs> These female rap—I'm sure she's talking about the same shit that GloRilla and Sexy Red and everybody else in the game right now talks about.
1: Well, uh, Lola Brooke is from New York. I don't know okay, what part of, of New course. York, but uh, she kind of got like that drill sound a little bit. And um, first of all, she like four, she like four nine, <laughs> four foot. Yeah, okay, nine. yeah, she, so she does look small she's there. She's super short. You smart. want
2: the perspective shift?
1: Yeah, but. Uh, I mean it's hard to say if she's like hungry i i, I just don't hear enough of her. I feel mm-hmm. like you'll you'll that's the other thing too somebody that's hungry will be dropping projects man mm-hmm. and ain't they, they ain't gonna single you to death or all this other stuff um, I don't even know who Band man is. real yeah, I don't even know who that is
2: um Jiggy in Jersey. He's from New Jersey. Okay. Easy, okay. Guess he's a Jill rapper. Or yeah. yeah okay. A, I wonder if Joe Budden knows him. Yeah. Doubt it. <laughs> Jaleel. Who the fuck is this? Yeah. Why? Why is every music video just nothing but niggas shirtless now? <laughs> like, <laughs> I miss yeah. the strip club, man. Why can't we go back to the strip? I mean, there's some. Oh, the only the women go to the strip club now.
1: Yeah. Nah. The
2: men are just in the hood shirtless. <laughs> I, I feel like
1: the strip club is the new club where yeah. you just go just to kind of chill and kick it. Like, like, I feel like the women be more into the strippers.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> yeah. BK, the ruler. Yeah. Okay, that's two women so far. Yeah. Chris Patrick. Chris actually, Patrick actually, He no. looked like a rapper. he look like a rapping ass rapper. Maybe he's hungry.
1: Yeah, I actually follow him on Twitter. <laughs> we follow, okay. we follow each other. I'm I'm gonna see if I can get him on the podcast. Okay. I I I, I um asked him a couple, I want to say like a year or two ago. and he was down okay. for it, just had to find the time and all that.
2: He could be hungry. I got I'm seeing the stuff he rapped on. He he might be one of the young hungry ones. Yeah. I can see it. Yeah, I'll, to listen sh- to I'll him. shout out to see him more here.
1: Salute to oh, me.
2: God. See, the, it's a factory line, dog. They all... This is a fake-ass Card- Cardi B 2.0. <laughs> what the
1: fuck is this,
2: man? <laughs> fake-ass Lotto. What, what is this, man? Yeah. Real Boston Richie. I don't care to hear about this dude. Okay. Yeah, the last time I heard about... <laughs> I see, again, a video of nothing but niggas in it again. Yeah. Uh, I think the yeah, last not- time I heard
1: about him, I think he had, like, some... Snitching papers or
2: something
1: and uh all that all that crap.
2: <laughs> oh, saucy Santana 2.0. What is Chow Lee? Yeah. Uh yes. Yeah. Okay, she looked like one of them she actually flow Flo Millie. Okay, I guess she's uh Yeah,
1: she actually from Houston. I think she can rap, to be honest. Okay,
2: yeah. Salute
1: to her. I just saw her at the Texans game a couple Destroy weeks Destroy
2: Lonely. I don't like this dude, man. Really? Okay. This is one of them emo, Playboy Cardi type oh, dudes. God. All in auto tune singing shit. Yeah. I don't like him. Yeah. People at, probably like he's the next big thing. I don't really fuck with him. Yeah. Cash Cobain. Don't know who the. Another. See, the, the, there's there's like six women on me. Yeah. <laughs> man. Eam Triplin. Yeah. Ugh. Okay. Yeah. I've heard of Love Tyler, but I can't remember any songs. But I've yeah. heard the name at least. Yeah. Too rare. Yeah. Skywater. Yeah. Eh. I don't know none of these people, man. That's.
1: Wild. I'm ha-
2: okay. This this fucking name spelling got in the midwest That's Midwest. Yeah. Blast. <laughs> Six lakh. This yeah. corny ass way of spelling these names has to end, man. Again, <laughs>
1: <laughs> why people close, can't just spell time, it right?
2: Man. I've seen enough, I've seen enough. Yeah, why people, can't <laughs> just, yeah.
1: I'm gonna check out, I'm gonna check out these artists just to kind of see.
2: Yeah, what? that could be our homework. Send the link in the show prep and we can rank these rappers and see who's hungry and who's not, yeah, and who's ass and who, it, what we think about hip hop, and yeah. You kn- the next year,
1: yeah. You know, uh, and see, it been we had this conversation before, but uh, you know when somebody hungry, man, when they just every like Lil Wayne back in in the two thousands early two thousand ten, yeah, he was hungry, man. He was all over the place. It was none you can like you could not stop Wayne. That mm-hmm. that was hungry, and uh, Fifty Cent early early Fifty Cent, he was hungry. Yeah, he was like. He was coming for the crown. It's just like we had this conversation before, man. Don't nobody want to come for the king. Yeah. Don't nobody want to be top dog. Everybody just cool with being friends and getting money.
2: <laughs> yeah. So No, very true. Very true. Um, like nobody, when, when Drake retires, I don't think there's going to be a new Drake. You know, I think everybody's just going to be the same. Like there'll eventually be a rapper that's popular, but I don't think anybody as big as Drake is going to come after Drake. Yeah, you know, I, I don't just don't see
1: it. see it. Yeah, a lot of people dying out quick because remember, little baby, everybody was pumping up little baby. Mm-hmm. I think he his his run was like two or three years, man. <laughs> and I'm and that's that might be a stretch.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, so. it didn't really work out for him. Um Spilling on Facebook says, "I love how everyone was going to draft CJ, but didn't." Yeah, I thought that was very hilarious. Everybody's yeah. coming out with these. Well, you know, it was gonna happen. Was we, we talked about drafting CJ, but you know, this, 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 and this happened. Like, why even admit that shit at this point? If you stuck yeah. with Bryce, last thing I want to hear is oh, well, we could we're about to take CJ, but you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: I think the last person to admit that was the uh Raiders.
2: Yeah, I saw that. It
1: said uh they uh the GM wanted CJ, he's willing to trade up for CJ, all this mm. other stuff, but Josh McDaniels didn't uh he wanted to stick with Jimmy Garoppolo. I'm like, come yeah. on. Man. All these whether cutters. All, yep. all we need is the Browns to say, oh yeah, we think about trading yeah. up for CJ Stroud." <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, with well, no but, draft picks left. I know. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, <laughs> Miguel says, is Figgy still hungry like Starbucks? Figgy? Figgy stay hungry, man. Figgy, Dog, I just, We're I doing the podcast working. late because Figgy had another gig he was working at, man. Yeah. Figgy stay hungry.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm always working like that. I'm trying to get a house. I'm trying to... Yep. I, I want to <laughs> buy a house, man. <laughs> I, <laughs> hey, I, one thing I like on, on Twitter is... Um, ain't something uh, somebody did like they was working like the, the rent
2: was due. <laughs> I'm working like the rent is due, man. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, it's the first right now, so technically it is, but. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I feel you, man. Um Spoon said, young gravy. I didn't see a young gravy, but that's a funny ass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Miguel said, sexy red pregnant by Drake. Absolutely not. Come on. Yeah. You think he ain't learned his lesson? <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> she is not pregnant by drake that'll be yeah. funny but i'm sure that's not true
1: i'm, I'm sure she's pregnant by the gentleman who posted that <laughs> that um sex video yeah
2: probably i <laughs> would think that would be the person <laughs> yeah i didn't i didn't peep the date or how old that was but i mean look I'm, yeah mm, i'll surprised together. yeah i know <laughs> Um Tony Scott said, who's coming to the tree lighting tomorrow to see Jordan Sparks perform? Um, are you gonna be there? <laughs> Tony Scott? Because uh, I mean, I would, but you know, I got uh, you know, uh things came up and <laughs> who the fuck is Jordan Sparks? I'm not gonna say, you just don't say know St- <laughs> I've heard of the name, but like what she, she got a couple songs. I, I
1: think she won.
2: did she win like
1: American Idol or something? She won something, I want to say. I'm
2: I've I've heard of her. Yeah. But has she done anything like recently? I don't think
1: so. I don't think so. <laughs> not that I know. I don't I never really followed George <laughs> Stark.
2: <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I will not be there. I'll be there in spirit, man. <laughs> now, if um Maya was doing it, I'll be in there, I'll be there in a the jiffy. Yeah. <laughs> In the jiffy. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh yeah, You're
1: going to have to go vegan for a couple days before you Oh, uh, yeah, her. yeah, yeah. She can see, smell I, the, she See, I can think smell that's it. Cap, though. She can I know smell the
2: niggas out here weren't vegan. All yeah, right? I think sp- she was saying that shit. She can smell the <laughs> death on the breath. <laughs> oh, <You laughs> that's right. She can smell the death on the breath. Yeah, I, I just I'll just uh, eat a couple Tic Tacs. Um, Ernesto said Eminem the goat. <laughs> that came out of nowhere. Uh, she dated Jason Derulo. Spoon says, "Oh, okay." Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I remember her. How quickly her. we forget. Uh, yeah. Chris Brown collab, can't breathe with no air. Jordan Sparks, Bubba Sparks cousin. Yeah, is she related to Bubba Sparks? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, that's it's spelled difference. Bubba yeah. Sparks had uh, XX at the end of yeah. it. Yeah,
1: and, and, and Bubba Sparks, I mean, Jordan Sparks is, I don't think
2: that's her. That ain't her cousin. No, it's not. But that'd idea. be hilarious. Show. That'd be completely yeah. random. <laughs> I mean, she looked like she mixed, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, So, let's get to topics, man. A lot to talk about. Well, not a whole lot, but. Some loaded topics to talk about this week. A lot of things that have been popping up on social media. He taps that he's trolling. Yeah, I figured, man. <laughs> um, Tony Scott said, so disrespectful. She she won American Idol. Yeah. I yeah. mean, a lot I, of people won American Idol. After, like, the first two seasons, I stopped giving a shit. Yeah, I, re- <laughs> I remember her.
1: Like, I, I definitely remember her, but I wasn't, like, a diehard fan. I wasn't into American Idol. I think the last one I really watched and I, I was kind of forced to watch that by my by my mother but the one with Rube, remember Ruben stutter?
2: Yeah, that I, I remember <laughs> two winners. I remember Kelly Clarkson and Ruben stuttered. Yeah. <laughs> After that I I don't know who the fuck wanted, man. I remember that Asian guy everybody made fun of. Mm. Um and then I don't know who won it after that, man. I'm sorry. Mm, yeah. I, it, I, it got old after that. I remember
1: that one. like some of the runner ups. So, like yeah. um, Jen, uh, Jennifer Hudson, because she didn't win it, but she was like a runner up that people said should have won. And then uh, Fantasia, I, I think she was like a runner up or something like that.
2: Yeah. But
1: uh, I do not remember. <laughs> I did not watch that show. I remember Ruben Sutter specifically. I was in eighth grade, and I remember kids came back to school like, "Yeah, he won, he won." And he, I mean, salute to him, but
2: he only had like
1: a song <laughs> that I'm so I remember that I'm sorry song. <laughs> yeah, I'm
2: sorry. Two thousand four, <laughs> classic.
1: Yeah, classic. Yeah, that was the only one I remember from him.
2: <laughs> um, Tab mentioned. Oh, I forgot Fantasia. Yeah, I did remember Fantasia. Yeah, um, so that's win? one I remember too.
1: Did she actually win, or is she? was close up or something.
2: She uh yeah, she won the third season. Okay. Okay. That I, was like the last season I when I knew somebody okay. who won. Plus I think she's like probably the most one of the most successful people who wanted to. Really okay. In terms of people who made music mm. that people actually listen to.
1: Yeah. So, <laughs> because Jennifer Hudson, um I think mean, she's successful, but she ain't, I think she ain't really had the music. That's yeah. like in rotation. Like Fantasia, Fantasia has some songs, but she—I don't think Jennifer Hudson really had the music.
2: Okay, I remember Carrie Underwood. See, I guess I remember some more. Okay. I remember Carrie Underwood, but I didn't watch that season though. I remember she wanted, but I don't. Okay. I, I, I was, at that point. I wasn't watching American Idol anymore. Yeah, see, I don't I, really remember.
1: See, I—I I didn't even know that. I remember. I just know her as the um, the, the country artist. I—I didn't mm-hmm. ain't know she was. Uh, came from there It was somebody else Came from there too Right Like uh, What's it Daughtry I think uh, da- Daughtry Or something like that It was some random people Where you know They mentioned that They came on American Idol They won American Idol I'm like Oh I ain't know that Yeah, yeah I just remember them On the radio <laughs> Let me look Spoon said
2: up. He did top 40 radio He knows more than he should Yeah <laughs> I'm sure You yeah. had your finger On the pulse If you were doing Top radio man Top 40 radio So yeah You definitely know Who won American Idol I yeah. feel you. Yeah. Uh, William Hung was the Asian guy. That's right. William Hung was the Asian guy who was terrible, and then everybody laughed at him. Then he put out an actual song, and it was yeah, it was, it was weird. <laughs> Imagine that shit happening today, dog. That shit would never happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ain't that the dude that sang that Over the Rainbow shit? Or was that somebody oh. else? That really big Samoan dude. Oh, Maybe that I, was somebody else. I don't know who this is, though.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I'm just looking through these. See some familiar
2: names. See, Chase Beckham. Yeah. Okay, I don't, I don't know who that is. Just Sam. I've just never Sam. heard of her. <laughs> Don't know who that is. <laughs> Lane Hardy. Yeah. Maddie, Maddie Pope. Pope. I haven't heard of any of these people. Yeah, me either. Nick and Nope. Yeah.
1: Caleb Jones. I don't know. <laughs> Twelve Candice Glover. I never heard of her.
2: Is this show even still on?
1: Philip Phillips. I heard of him because they played the hell out the, of him. What an
2: awful name. Philip Phillip Phillip. Phillips. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you you heard one of his songs. That, uh, that oh, it, it's all on every <laughs> Yeah, I
2: probably heard it on a commercial or something. <laughs> But what awful name! I'm surprised Simon Cowell didn't eject him just for this fucking name, Philip Phillips. Yeah, Lee DeWise. Yeah, just Chris Allen. These are like the fucking. You know when you when you uh, when you fucking go into a video game that's new and they like have a character you have to create and it's like just a random white guy. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So okay, there's Jordan Jordan Sparks. Sparks. You want season six? Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Taylor Hicks Taylor Hicks I've heard of that name Carrie Underwood I've heard of her Of course yeah, Fancy. Fancy Around After Really After Carrie Underwood I stopped Even really? knowing who won Yeah um, Yeah The Reuben one Was classic
1: Yeah
2: Okay So yeah. That's crazy
1: I knew like four <laughs> Four <laughs> people on here man
2: It's crazy how Pop that shit Went on for like 20 plus seasons man Yeah you really underestimate the fact that people sit up and watch these shows, man, because nobody talks about it like that. That mass singer show that I, that's like one of the highest rated shows dude, on TV. Nobody talks about it, yeah, on social media, man.
1: Yeah, I don't get it. It seemed like it's a certain demographic that it
2: is awful. Yes, I, it, it's funny. <laughs>
1: the only person I seen who was kind of into it was like John
0: Lopez.
1: Oh, god, and I was just like. How how was that entertaining, man? <laughs> Trying to figure out who was the singer under this mask?
2: And it's like the, they had the most robotic responses. I remember when Lil Wayne did it. He was like, oh, that's multiple platinum award-winning Grammy winner, a Lil Wayne up there. <laughs> like, <laughs> what the fuck? And everybody's like fake excited. You could tell they're faking the fuck out of it, man. It's like <laughs> what awful TV. But that's like one of the most popular shows on TV. Yeah, I don't get it, man. There's a lot of people who watch the uh, this awful TV, and it just stays on forever. Mm. <laughs> you never hear anybody Dude, talk about it, but it is always on.
1: Do you know Survivor is still on?
2: <laughs> yeah, I've <laughs> heard some. <laughs> Somebody complained about that because they said, (laughs) right now, Survivor is just a bunch of millennials who want to quit, and they get mad at the host for not using the proper pronouns. (laughs) So now I kind of want to see it, because that sounds hilarious. (laughs) Nobody wants to to win the money anyway. They just want to leave instantly. (laughs) <laughs> oh man.
1: Yeah, I can't believe that show still that show Little Brother or was it Big Brother Little Brother? Big Brother, Big Brother I think, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, Big Brother. Yeah, Big Brother. I'm thinking about the rap group. But yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm like how is this show still on, man? Like they it, they going up on 30 years, man.
2: Yeah.
1: I remember that those shows when I was I was a kid, man. I was literally a kid, probably in Yeah. elementary school or middle school. And I remember the first, uh, I think it was the first season of Survivor.
2: Mm-hmm. And me just, too, and, me too. And yeah. my
1: parents was kind of into it because it was like throwing you on the island and you trying mm-hmm. to survive. And I remember all this, uh, the scandalous type shit where they used to vote people off and they would vote somebody that was next to them. And it was like, how did you, why would you vote me, try to vote for me and all this other shit. I guess it was one of them shows where it's like, you know, you know, put put a name in the hat, and you know whoever got the most votes, and you can see who voted you off, mm-hmm. and all this other stuff, and then it's drama and tension right there. I was just like, man, I, I got tired of it after one season, man. But yeah, shit's still going on.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, it it was hot when it first started. It was like something new and unique. Like, what yeah. the fuck is this? That's how a lot of reality TV starts. Real World was great when it started too. Yeah. And all roll rules was dope. <laughs> and then it got to the point where it was just they
1: make ridiculous. Walk, yeah. Yeah. An
2: amazing race. <laughs> yeah. The only reason I know Big Brother is still on the air is because uh somebody got fired. A white guy got fired because he called <laughs> another white guy the N-word. <laughs> oh, <laughs> they kicked man. him off the show for it. <laughs> That's Man. the only reason I know Big Brother's still on the air because that that was like a little mo- news story for a minute. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? I,
1: I know. I only know because I know a couple people that still watch it. Uh, yeah, that still live tweeted. I think shout out to my girl Stephanie Abbott, but she um, she be live tweeting it sometimes. Like, why?
2: Why did Jerry say that to Seuss?
1: <laughs> I'm just like and then hashtag Big Brother 23 or something like that.
2: I'm just like <laughs> how is that show still on, man? Yeah, <laughs> that's
1: crazy. Yeah, and they they catching up there with um, Jeopardy.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um, Spoon said, "Brother is originally saying over the rainbow." Okay, okay. Um you, you're going deep into the American idol lore. I could tell you yeah. were locked in, bro. Oh, man. Yeah, don't <laughs> you're, don't, you're...
1: don't hide behind that radio. I've been yeah. working
2: there <laughs> radio like, for I you. had to watch it because of no, radio. You you sound know? Like, yeah, yeah. nah, he was he was, <laughs> he was locked, locked in, in. That show. Yeah. <laughs> Remember the white guy, beatboxer Blake Lewis? He said Clive Davis didn't know how to use him as an artist. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised Clive Davis didn't know. How the fuck would he know how to market a beatboxer? Yeah, I actually remember that dude, too, because he would be singing, and then he would bust
1: out the... And then the yeah. crowd started going
2: crazy. I mean, Bobby McFerrin was the same way, too. He was kind of a... I don't say he's a beatboxer, but he made a lot of those sounds. And then uh, Don't Worry, Be Happy blew up, and just he was out of there after that. But, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's kind of a hard act to put on a major label, period. So, I understand. Um, Troy says, I'm still on the cooking shows. Gordon Ramsay still ain't got no for me. Yeah, whenever I go to the gym, I that, that his cooking shows are always on. And like, I, I get it. Like sometimes you just want something silly to watch while you're winding down from work or whatever. So I get it. Um, but I was never into those types of shows like the cooking shows, man. I really couldn't. Like just a, a a dude yelling at somebody because yeah. <laughs> he, he didn't put enough butter or some shit on the fucking rice or whatever the fuck he's talking about. Like I, I don't really care about that, man. Yeah, I, don't really care I was
1: never I, I was never into like the um the food competition type of shows. Like I I was down with like the old Rachel Ray show. Yeah. Where she would just like, hey, I'm just cooking this. And yeah. 30, I think it was like 30 minute meal or something like mm-hmm. that. And it, it, it was like a couple shows on the food. Network. Yeah. Cooking
2: shows used to be like fun. Remember Emerald? Yeah. People yeah. used to like just have fun cooking. And now it's like, you got to be yelling at somebody in the kitchen. Yeah. It, it's like a competition. <laughs> yeah. It's
1: drama and fights about to break out and all this other mm-hmm. stuff. Like, I ain't trying to watch all that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. No, nah, it's funny. <laughs> um, Ernesto said, "Americans got talent." I never watched that show. At that point, I was done. I was yeah, out. I was, yeah. <laughs> uh, Tony Scott also mentioned Fear. Yeah, Fear Factor was dope when it yeah, first started. And that was another one. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, no, that was that was
1: legit. We we were sitting there like, oh, they got to eat some cow balls. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like, oh man, <laughs> and yeah.
2: Yeah, they, they 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 brought it back and then they had to shut it down because they they uh, made some people. I think it was like donkey semen. <laughs> they they <laughs> remember that shit. <laughs> I don't think the episode even aired. I think TMZ or somebody leaked it mm. that that was a stunt that they were going to have to do. Mm. And then people got upset. And then I, I don't remember if it even aired. They just cut the show off after that. And it yeah. never, <laughs> and that was it. Joe Rogan's talked about it. Yeah. But yeah, that shit was wild, man. They were, they were doing too much with that shit at the end. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> or yeah they,
1: they was doing some wild stuff on there like you gotta land a a, a a a casket full of snakes or rats or something yeah yeah, I'm just yeah. like, like and, and see all that beginning stuff was cool but the part that would get me was the, the last, I guess, the last stunt you gotta do, you gotta mm-hmm. jump from a helicopter to another <laughs> helicopter and then jump on top of a building and some shit. And I was just like, man, nah, that's some.
2: Yeah, the issue with yeah. that kind of show is like you have to keep ramping it up. Yeah. You know, so like it, the, the last trial might be walking over hot coals or some shit in the first season. And then you gotta ramp it up to like fucking, okay, you gotta be in his coffin for a week. <laughs> like, <laughs> or some shit. So it was like they had to keep ramping up the danger and excitement for the audience. And then that's never gonna last because you're eventually gonna go too far and either some accident's gonna happen or somebody's gonna really get sick and 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 complain. Yeah, so yeah, somebody gonna die yeah. or end up really
1: <laughs> hurt or something.
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so Oh, uh, that was a long. I forgot yeah. what the fuck we're even talking about to even get here. But
1: <laughs> yeah, oh, we talk about America. We, we started with uh shoot. Uh, who was hungry? I guess, <laughs> and then American Idol or hungry MCs, and then American. Oh Idol. yeah,
2: yeah. I, I don't even know how we got oh, here. George, I thought oh, we were
1: gonna... No, Tony got us here because he's talking about Jordan Sparks.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. yeah Tony is <laughs> your. Your okay. This tangent is your fault. Okay, we're putting that on you. All right, we're way off schedule on what we're supposed to be talking about here. Um, so I guess we got to talk about this damn, um, the number one, uh, trending topic on black Twitter (laughs) is Malika Andrews again. Uh, (laughs) she is under attack because, uh, there is a 21 year old, I think he's 21 year old basketball player named Josh Giddey on the Oklahoma city thunder. (laughs) who uh, taps at Jim DeJuice tangents are the very best on YouTube. Thank you, man. We appreciate that. Um, There's a man named Josh Giddy on the Oklahoma City Thunder, who I didn't know existed until this happened. I guess I'm not in the ball like that. Apparently, he's okay. But um, yeah, he is in some maybe hot water because apparently somebody got on social media and claimed that he was having a improper relationship with an underage girl. Um, I think she said 15 or something like that. I don't know. The age has not been confirmed. Um, we still don't know the circumstances of what exactly went on. There were some videos posted. I didn't see the video, so I don't. I can't even speak to what was on them. But apparently they, they heavily implied that there was some kind of relationship going on with these two. Um, now, the NBA said they're investigating uh people that's pretty much all we know at this point yeah. they said they're investigating he's still playing and uh this kind of struck fire on twitter not really kind out of outrage for Josh Giddy more so outrage at how it was being handled in the media yeah um people said that if this was a black player the outrage would be different they specifically spoke to Malika Andrews for this and how a few days went by with her not apparently mentioning the story and they were upset about that. Then she mentioned it and they were upset how she mentioned it. <laughs> so, uh, Death Bryant made a post about it as well, kind of taking some personal digs. Um, I, I feel like he probably watched a YouTube video about her and just went off of that. Because I know there was a video, a pretty popular video, like calling Malika Andrews the puppet of ESPN or some shit. Mm. And I think that might've got taken down, but it was pretty popular. It had like a few hundred thousand views and shit. Man. So yeah, this has become a big scandal just for that the, the backlash that Malika Andrews is facing um, for what they think is her non-coverage of the issue. And yeah it's gotten kind of ridiculous at this this point people have really blown it out of proportion it's become another gender war on the timeline which is very popular on twitter you know especially with people trying to engage for likes and engagement and get paid for that so you guys always gotta watch out for that too but Figgy, what are your thoughts on this thing we talked about malika andrews before on this podcast when she was making the armpit allegations against <laughs> yes and 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 doing things of that nature but what do you think about this uh Josh Giddy situation and how Malika Andrews has handled it
1: yeah so as far as the Josh Giddy situation um I never really weighed in on it because I'm still not sure w- w- I mean look I I I looked at the uh, the video, I guess, that been going around too. It was I guess it was a girl on Snapchat that snapped and said, um, I'm effing and Josh Getty. <laughs> and so that that was all it was. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I didn't see anything to show that this girl was underage or anything like that. But uh it seemed like every time I tried to see, like, where, you know, where's the underage girl? It's not really showing the underage. It's just showing a random white girl that said, "I'm effing Josh Getty. and so people saying that was an underage girl. Da 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 da. So I'm like, okay, where's <laughs> where's the proof at? Unless somebody, you know, put, uh, pull up this girl ID or something like that. So uh, I mean, she could be underage. I don't know. But I think it got shut down real quick. I, I think the girl parents is refusing to cooperate and all this other stuff. So I don't know, man. Maybe it's something there. I don't know. But as far as like proof and the, uh, all that stuff on social media, I don't see anything to show that this girl was clearly underage. I, I don't know. I ain't going to get into all that. But um, as far as uh, Malika Andrews, um, I know she took a couple days to actually bring this up, <laughs> but, um, I did see her weigh in on it, pretty much reported. She, ain't, she didn't give an opinion or anything. She just reported it and somebody put the, the video of her reporting the Giddy news and then her reporting, uh, remember, uh, uh, Joe Missoula, the, the, yeah. GOAT for the Boston Celtics. And then, um, I think it was. I think it was um, the
2: Brandon Miller thing too.
1: Yeah, they put that all together. Like, look how different it is, and it wasn't different. The same man. shit. It was the same. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, all right, <laughs> like, what's like? Maybe i maybe I don't see it, but she's reporting. They, they this acted the same like way. she had
2: pom poms out when she was reporting to Missoula, and uh, yeah, like Brandon, and
1: I, I, yeah, and I sat there listening to all three of those clips, man. And I'm just like, all right, <laughs> like. It sounds like she's doing her job, man, (laughs) because, uh, you know, we talked about it before, how she brung up the whole Brandon Miller thing during the draft Mm -hmm. and all this other stuff. And, you know, to me, I was just kind of – I guess I was a little irritated because of her past, but she didn't say anything wrong. She didn't, like, give her opinion and say, why is he being drafted or anything like that. Um, As far as the uh, Joe Missoula thing, I thought it was kind of weird that she brought up a past that happened years ago when he um when he uh when they announced he got the Celtics job and he was you know taking over for um um Udoka. I thought it was weird that she even brought that up because it's like damn that was when he was in college and you know all the charge everything was I guess everything went away but she just brought I thought that was kind of weird but the way she reported it was fine. I mean, it was fine. It was just weird that she just brung it up. <laughs> but um, I ain't see anything wrong with the way she reported the whole giddy thing, man. She did it just like the other two um, incidents. So um, at that point, and you know, we not. I'm not like a, um, a, a Malika Andrews defender. But at that point, I'm like, all right, y'all. Y'all got to leave her alone at this point. She ain't do anything. Like, yeah, maybe she should have reported it right off, but this case was so weird anyway, man. Like, it seemed like it was just a social media case, man. (laughs) You ain't really see much about it, like, on the news or anything like that. And plus, I don't think it's, like, a lot of proof or evidence right there to even, you know, put this man in trouble. So it would have been kind of weird to just bring that up anyway because at least with the other ones, it was an actual case. And, uh actual situation, but it seemed like this is all, like, social media type of, uh, it was like a social media situation. So, um, yeah, I, look, man, you could be mad at her for all type of other things, but this one, I think it was a little bit of a stretch.
2: It was a huge stretch, man, and it really annoyed me because, I feel like this is one of those cases where there's a legitimate argument to be made how black athletes get treated when there's an accusation versus how somebody who looks like Josh Giddy is treated when there's an accusation in the media. You know, the problem is attaching that to Malika Andrews and making it out to be this big thing like she's done things that we've, we've talked about on the podcast that are weird, you know. The whole thing where she went on Steve went on first take and said that Stephen A was blaming women for the Ime Udoka thing and he had to snap back at her. And then the whole Jalen Rose armpit thing was weird. There's been some weird things where she should know better in this climate to put stuff like that out there against her co workers because you know how that could be taken. Yeah. But her job is to report, her job is not, she's not like a commentator. She's not like a Stephen A. Smith. She's not really supposed to give her opinion on anything. Now she does chime in at times on her with the MDA thing. She does the pregame or whatever the fuck it is. But she's she's a reporter and a host. Yeah, the athletes are the ones who are supposed to chime in, in with their opinions or whoever's on. Like if the Adam Sche- not Adam Schefter, uh, Woj is on whoever's on. They're supposed yeah. to be the ones who give their opinion. She just she keeps just the ball rolling. Up. Exactly.
1: Yeah. yeah. She said it reports up and it. kick it to her.
2: Now, we don't know to what extent she chooses what to say. You know, I think the Missoula thing was weird to mention. They mentioned a D.Y. from 2008. <laughs> I don't know. She said we should need to report this or EFPM said you better get this out there. Yeah. So it's unfair to put that all on her because I don't know. Yeah. But to act like, what is she supposed to do about Josh Giddy? okay? Do they want yeah. her to do an hour-long special <laughs> on something we know nothing about?
1: Yeah.
2: Does she have to do like a <laughs> two-hour-long NBA expose on some shit we have no information about? What are they exactly the people want? They, they said she didn't say anything. I think she, technically she was off or something at that point. She came back. She mentioned it. Oh, she said it before they were going to commercial. Oh, she was too quick about it. Oh, her energy wasn't the same. What? Yeah. Y'all just making shit up at this point, man. Is starting to look silly. Yeah. And it really annoyed me because, like I said, there's a point to be made here about the differences in coverage. But to point at her and act like she's... <laughs> <laughs> she's a clan member or some shit. It, it's kind of ridiculous, man. This yeah. idea that she hates black—I don't know what goes through her mind. I don't know if she thinks. I, I, like I said, she's done some strange things, but to take what happened here and say, "Oh, she hates black men," yeah. <laughs> like, come on, man. Yeah. She worked. It was a it was a huge stretch. It's annoying. What Des Bryant put up was embarrassing. Yeah, It was really embarrassing for somebody like him to... I mean, I know he's done embarrassing things already in his <laughs> life. Yeah. But that, that was just silly, man. And the fact where it's gotten to the point where Steve Nate Smith got to make a statement about it and people got to make statements about it now. Yeah. It's embarrassing, man. These reporters doing their jobs and I don't understand what people want.
1: Yeah.
2: Another thing I thought was interesting. I've heard a lot of crazy rumors about this so far. I've heard different ages. I've heard 17, 16, 15. It gets younger every time somebody brings it up. She's gonna be nine soon. But I've also heard that they met in a club, Mm. a club that she was not supposed to be in as underage. Mm. So imagine if a black player faced this kind of accusation would we as black men be calling this dude a pedophile? So, a lot of people out here still defend R. Kelly, keep in mind. Yes, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. and we knew what type of time he was on. Yeah. So, are we gonna jump out the window, we don't know anything, and say this dude is a creep because this happened? And, like I said, if, if it was something where they were in an adult environment and they met, like, I are we going to call you the pedophile for this shit, man? I don't fucking know. Yeah. I don't, we don't know enough to even make these kind of accusations.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That, and that's my whole point, too, because it, it'd be one thing if it was like a, a text thread and he said, hey, are you 15? And she said, yes, I'm 15. And he was engaged with it. Yeah. I ain't see anything like that. All, the only thing I seen maybe it's something else out there. The only thing I seen was a white girl on Snapchat that said, I F Josh Giddy." and it was just a picture and people were saying she was 15 years old or 14 years old and um and i guess it was a couple pictures with them like on snapchat type thing and so like that's hard i mean it's hard to run with a story like that where there's no no base to it no facts or anything like that so um that's why I'm like, man, everybody just jumping out the window saying he's a pedophile and all this other stuff. Like, I don't know enough. Now, if it's more to the story, text messages, and you know, the age was thrown out there and he disregarded or something like that, then that's a that's a different story. But um, that's why I'm like, man, people just jumping out the window, man. I just, <laughs> I don't know. I just don't. I just don't get. I felt like it was nothing out there yet. It, it felt like a whole just a Twitter uh, Twitter case where don't nobody know the facts and everybody just making up their own whatever.
2: Yeah, no, definitely. And, I mean, it was one of those things on Twitter. And like I said, the site is just awful now with the people baiting for engagement. It's the worst it's ever been, in my opinion. So, so much disingenuous shit, people not even saying anything close to what they feel in real life. Yeah. So... That's annoying. Another thing I thought was really interesting is, like, let's say a 35-year-old goes public dating a 21-year-old. Twitter would call that creepy and basically pedophilia, you know? Remember, every time a 21-year-old is dating, like, an older celebrity or whatever, they say, she's basically, that person, basically a child. Their brain is not developed yet. They're literally children. yeah. But then when it's a 21-year-old and maybe 16, 15-year-old, is he's the predator, he's the creep, he's yeah. the pedophile. I thought they were children, too. Yeah. <laughs> y'all, y'all say 21-year-olds <laughs> are children every day on this damn app. Yeah. And now suddenly when it's a, a younger person and a 21-year-old, tw- suddenly he's fucking a supervillain. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. Yeah. I can't keep up with these takes, man.
1: Yeah, the worst is when it's like a, a 18 year old and like a 17 year old, or mm-hmm. or a 19 year old college guy and a 17 year old uh, senior at high school, and it's just like, oh, that's that's a pedophile. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> like dog. They actually like if you want to be real, they actually went to high school together. They were actually oh, in the same man. high school. So, you know, when they was in high school, Dayton was is that is, is that pedophilia?
2: <laughs> <laughs> so
1: like I think sometimes sometimes people don't think sometimes I think people just look at the, you know, oh, he's over eighteen and this person is under eighteen. So that's nasty. Now if it's way older, that's you know, I ain't talking about that. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about like somebody in college and somebody in, you know, a, a senior in high school or something like that. Because that I feel like that's kind of in the same realm. You know what I mean? Somebody that's 19 and somebody that's 17, I feel like that's that's not that far off, man. That's... Yeah. <laughs> like, legally, the 19-year-old is grown, but that, that's not that far from 17, man. They probably still had the same mindset, still interested in the same shit. <laughs> so I just don't... I, I don't see how people just... Make a big deal out of that. Now, like I said, if if Giddy knew this girl was like
2: yeah, if, 14 if 15, he if he picked her up after soccer practice, yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: that, that's
2: that's a big issue. He came through after school and scooped her up. That's different. Yeah, <laughs> but but no, nah, it's crazy, man. Like I feel like the only end result you get from people talking about this is like that nobody under the age of 18 should have sex ever but nobody yeah. on twitter says this nobody ever says that <laughs> everybody says it's okay to have sex when you're younger than 18 but you it can only be with somebody this exact same age as you yeah. as if people aren't evil at that age and abusive and manipulative and grooming at that age either you know yeah. so it's very strange what people like the values of twitter and these people who argue these things just confuse me. They don't make any sense. I don't get it. Yeah,
1: it's it's funny too because speaking of this, I seen uh, and I don't even know if this is true, man. And this kind of ignorant to even bring up, but um, I guess on Twitter people were saying that Paul Walker was a pedophile. Yeah, I don't I,
2: even, I, yeah, I don't yeah. even
1: know. You see, I don't even know if it's true or not.
2: But um, I mean, apparently he was involved with like a sixteen year old at his like yeah. So with him, it was a little different. Yeah. But yeah, I i don't know. I mean he's dead, so what do you want? That's no, what I'm
1: saying. No. <laughs> I seen some because I seen somebody post it and under the comments, somebody said, um, I, I forgot what he said. Oh uh, um, somebody was being funny, like, uh oh guys, we need to cancel Paul Walker now. We need to dig him out the grave and and um cancel him. He was clearly being funny about it. Mm-hmm. He was talking about cancer culture. And somebody got somebody. I guess responded to that was like, "Oh wow, you're, so you you like pedophiles, huh?" And the guy was like, "Nah, he's dead, man. Like, why are yeah. we even bringing this up at this point? Like, why is we talking about like? there's nothing we can do about it?" And the other person was just so offended by it. Like, he was just like, "Oh, he's a pedophile. We got to call it how it is." It's like the dude is dead, man.
0: It's over. <laughs> like, what can you?
1: That's to me. That's like bring. Like people keep bringing up Michael Jackson and mm-hmm. and what? Like, why is he still bringing that? Like, it's over, man. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what happened, but it, it's over. It ain't, like, he can't defend himself. We don't know what happened. So, what's the purpose? That's why it was so stupid when they um, did that whole little documentary on HBO about Michael Jackson. It's like what. Mm-hmm. Like, what's the purpose of this, man? <laughs> like, where is the justice coming in at this point? So, why, why, why putting all this out? So, it, yeah, it just... I mean,
2: the Paul Walker thing was known. I don't know why. I guess it was like the anniversary of his death or something. It but was. yeah, every, there were a lot of edgy jokes. But the thing is, man, I feel like if if you're gonna make an edgy joke like that, you better be prepared for the person you like to be slandered too, because that's coming around to Kobe now. Mm. I've seen a lot of people saying Kobe's in hell with Henry Kissinger and Paul Walker. Mm. People are getting upset about that now, mm. but I'm like, well, yeah, wait, if you laughed at the Paul Walker shit, yeah. I mean, there was an accusation in the lawsuit there. So look, if you look, if you think that's cool to joke with, be, you better be okay if it's your favorite next. Yeah, you know, so y'all better be careful playing that game, man, because y'all 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 can't take it when it's somebody you like.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and, I mean, they do that all the time, man. Whenever it's, it's the same thing with cancel culture. They mm-hmm. down for canceling somebody they don't care about. Yeah. But when that same shit happened to their favorite artists, then they do, oh, we got to let it play out. We got to let <laughs> things play out. <laughs> oh, we don't know what really happened. And, yeah. Oh, those girls really wanted it. So it's just like, nah, you got to keep that same energy.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. It's impossible People can't do that They're incapable of doing that And One thing I've noticed After being on Twitter For uh, as long as I have been Yeah <laughs> Um. Oh yeah We got to talk about Keith Lee Keith Lee has finally uh, Popped up in Houston um, I haven't been watching All the videos Mainly because I don't have TikTok But I've seen the ones That come on Twitter He's done a few restaurants I think the first one he did Was Breakfast Club yeah. I saw that one I know he's done a few Smaller ones after that Um, so what have you thought about Keith Lee's trip to rate the Houston cuisine, um, and how that's going?
1: I think it's dope, man. uh, Look, Keith Lee gained a a, a fan in me, man. Yeah. I I, I, I like what he's doing, man. He's actually, he's doing it in a positive way, um, because I know a lot of food critics that actually go places and charge people to review their restaurants and all that stuff, which is kind of. You know I ain't knocking the hustle, but that's a little bit weird. <laughs> mm-hmm. But um, Keith Lee actually—that's if you're a foodie and you want to go to different places and get the honest review, I, f- I feel like you need to watch his videos because he actually be—he's—he spent his money, man. He tell you how much he spent. Where I'm like, okay, that's you know that's not too bad. And uh, he's actually honest about the stuff, man. So uh, not only that though, he he go to smaller places, smaller businesses, and and um, I think one business, he tipped, like, I want to say, like, $2,000 or something like that. So, he's actually doing it the right way. And, um, I think his Houston trip was really successful. I didn't see a bad review or anything. Now, the Atlanta one was a little different, man. Kept, mm. This dude was getting death threats and all that stuff, and... He had a restaurant owners coming out, speaking on behalf of what happened and all this other stuff. Uh, yeah, man, I think uh, I enjoyed him coming here in Houston and actually going to this. But w- I wish he kind of didn't go to the breakfast club, though, because I felt like that was already established. And- yeah,
2: but, you know, people, that's the one place people say you got to go. So yeah. he, I get why he had to do it. Yeah. But yeah, I, I'm glad he at least went to some smaller places too.
1: Yeah, me too. I, uh, I just hope the breakfast club don't be super packed now.
2: I mean, like, it it, already it's already is. packed. <laughs> but yeah, but man, it's
1: like, I don't need it more packed.
2: But, yeah, um, Matty blew up the spot. It's already blown up. I know, it's already pran- over, The price of
1: the brick going up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 but um yeah, man. I, I I thought it was dope what he doing, man. Um, yeah, man. It, it's You know what's crazy, too? It's crazy how powerful a voice can be. Somebody like that that's not even from the city to come here and just do a food review, man. A food review from a phone and how this restaurant, uh, I, or I think it's like a little dessert place called The Puttery. Mm-hmm. How they, you know, it was a small business. They was barely getting business like that. Um, he went there, reviewed their stuff, gave a good review, and they go from 600 followers on TikTok to probably close to 30,000 followers and line wrapped around the corner. I thought that was dope, man. Uh, and um, salute to him, man. God bless him because it ain't, it ain't a lot of people that's doing stuff like that, man. Yeah, and he he could, somebody like that could easily be walking around with the big head filling themselves, Mm -hmm. charging people and all this other stuff. So I I like what he's doing, man.
2: Me too, man. It just annoys me seeing people trying to tear him down and and be negative. There's some people who just fucking full of shit in general, man. Like, I really hate people who try to, who see something like what he's doing and try to tear it down or be negative, you know? Like, he seems like a really nice, very nice, good-spirited dude. And just is doing what he enjoys. I looked up his background, man, and, like, he's done some good things. He he talked about, you know, having issues with food because of UFC training and all this stuff. And, like, why he did this to be more, less socially anxious and, and help his conversation and stuff. So, like, he's changed people's lives, man. Like, he some of these restaurant owners, their lives have been changed from these videos. Mm-hmm. So... I mean he really seems to have his heart in the right place. I'm down for it, man. Everybody thought he would come here and just trash all the restaurants. Now we see it's clearly just probably an Atlanta problem. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Cuz I feel like he I, I feel like a dude like him would definitely not come to a- Atlanta with an agenda. Yeah. That's just how he was treated. Yeah. You know, and people can say, "Well, they knew he was coming, so they were extra nice." Well, I mean, nobody knew from the way he orders the food. There's no way you would really know it yeah. was him.
1: And see, that's that, and that's what screwed them up because if they knew he was coming, exactly, they would have made sure they would have got him his order perfect. Everything mm-hmm. would have been cooked perfect and all that. He would send somebody else in. That's the other thing I like about it, man. That that's an honest re- review to bring somebody send somebody else in the Breakfast Club to to get the order. Yeah. So they don't even know who it is. It's, that's really like some um secret um inspection type stuff that Starbucks used to do when yeah. they used to have like a uh inspection and you don't know who the person is. Mm-hmm. And you come up, they come up and order like a regular person, and, and they actually grade you, grade the store on it. Mm-hmm. So it was time times of the month where you'd be like, hey, that secret inspector is supposed to be coming. We don't know who it is. Yeah, so be on your best behavior. So uh, yeah, I like that he did that, man. That to me, that was very genuine because there's a lot of food critics too that be like, "Hey, I want to come to the Turkey Leg Hut," <laughs> and they'd be like, "Okay, like there's no line, you can walk right into your seat, mm-hmm. <laughs> and we' about to get you the best food ever. Make sure you get a good video blah, 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 and review us and give us a good review." So they can't do that with that. Atlanta couldn't do that with that. So yeah, they got the real customer service. <laughs> the uh, the people that's like, oh, we don't take online orders. Mm-hmm. Oh, we don't take over the phone orders, and the line it's a two hour wait <laughs> and all this other stuff. Man, they he actually got the bullshit <laughs> and he gave an honest review on it.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean. I- Honestly, I think that definitely put other restaurants and other areas on alert. But, I mean, if that gets everybody to improve their customer service, that's still a good thing. Yeah, he succeeded. Yep. If they knew, oh, he's coming this week, so treat everybody nice. That's a good thing for us, too, because <laughs> <Yes. laughs> they thought we were Keith Lee yes. we were ordering our food. So yeah. <laughs> that's good for everybody still. Even yeah. if they knew that he was coming and they were on their best behavior, they had to do that for everybody. They didn't know when he was coming or how he was going to order. Yeah. So it's still a good thing regardless, man. So yeah. yeah, shout out to him. Glad he enjoyed his stay in Houston and, and uh, enjoyed the eatery and whatnot. So and shout out to every, every restaurant that got boosted, all the small mom and pop shops that uh, got a huge glow up from the review you know that's a good thing to see yeah
1: he man he gave the breakfast club a 10 out of 10 man oh yeah. or, uh, or, uh, 9.5 on the chicken yeah
2: I yeah i think that the only thing he had was the uh the the when he called to make an order somebody put him on hold and then took the whole thing and had the personal information yeah <laughs> while, while the phone was still on and yeah, yeah that sounded messy but yeah uh, besides that yeah it, I haven't been to breakfast club in a long time. Man. I got to go really? back now. That chicken did look good. I don't yeah. even like fried chicken like that, but that chicken looked good. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, I
0: actually went
1: this
2: week. I went,
1: I think I want to say on a Wednesday, a Tuesday, no Wednesday. Wednesday. Uh, I actually saw Marcus out there. Remember we had Marcus, the owner? Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't think you would. I think it might have been the podcast. You It was with the ESG podcast.
2: Oh yeah yeah yeah. But um yeah, he
1: came up here and hopped on the show and all that stuff. So um I actually saw him that morning.
2: Uh, that's it dope. Cool. It
1: was good talking to him.
2: <laughs> that's dope. Shout out to him, man. Um I guess we'll end it with this uh actually, yeah, fuck it. We'll do this last thing. It's not a huge deal, but something that happened. Um so little Wayne uh, was on Tiger's podcast, who I didn't know had a podcast. Yeah, everybody um, a everybody podcast. got a podcast now, man. Every Roy Hibbert got a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Roy, <laughs> <Everybody>, Hibbert. <laughs> Roy Hibbert has a podcast, man. <laughs> I saw him do that little goofy face when on the YouTube video. I'm like, oh god. <laughs> so, everybody got a podcast, and little Wayne was on um, uh, Tiger's podcast, and he talked about the the statement he didn't say Andre 3,000 but we know he's talking about him because of the context uh the comments Andre made about rapping at over 40 or 50 or when you get older I
0: read a I read a depressing a, a, a depressing quote or two from someone um, that I respect a lot in music and hip-hop period and music period and they they were asked you know like why you ain't been doing. But you know, music or whatever, and it was like, man, like when I'ma talk about, it was like you know, like when I'm a, when I'm when I'ma talk about, I'm in my forties, like uh, like what am I gonna talk about, Like like 'cause you wanna know about me. And what I do, and I'm you want to know about what I'm doing, what about the life I'm living at this this age. Wait, side note, man, why does he sound like
2: that? Yeah, he sounds like a frog, he dog. Sa- <laughs> straight up,
1: yeah, it sounds like he's been smoking all his life, and yeah. he got a hole in his throat. <laughs> <laughs> he sounds like the dude from King of the Hill.
2: <laughs> yeah, and I think he, I think he's on steroids or something for a, a, like a medical thing because his face has been bloated, man. Yeah, if you yeah. look at his face, is super bloated now. Yeah, um, I hope he's okay, but he might be dealing with something. But yeah, yeah he, he does sound like a straight up frog. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's keep going. Age and The things I'm doing, that,
0: like, what am I supposed to talk about? I was like, wow, that was so different. Like, I have everything to talk about. I feel like that's why you got to stay in it, though, too. I feel like you can't be too far removed. I also thought that, I thought that may be a downfall by staying in it because you may, at our age, you mm-hmm. may hear what's going on and feel like, I'm so out of that that I can't, I ain't about to drop nothing. I don't, I don't, mm. I'm not about to. <laughs> so you probably, so that's why I say I don't listen. Just go in my little hole. It's true to you, though. Yeah, it's just, I love what I do. Yeah. Put it out and for, swing for the fences, man.
2: Yeah, man. Um, oh, Vaughn 23 on Twitch said, uh, Weezy is wide. Yeah, he's, uh, I, I don't want to make fun of him if he's dealing with something. We don't yeah. know what's going on. You know, yeah. I don't want to do a Chadwick Bozeman thing here, so I don't know. But yeah, his his face has been noticeably puffy lately. Um, so yeah, uh, Lil Wayne chimed in um, on rapping over 40. And I think it's just interesting in general seeing the rappers who said or implied they would retire at 30. Yeah. Now having a cop please for rapping at 40 plus. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's been funny to see, man. Um, I think he had a point about you know, not trying to chase the trends of what the kids are on. Um, so I, I get that point, but yeah, what do you what do you think about these comments from Lil Wayne, man? And do you think he proves Andre's point or goes against it?
1: Yeah, I think um, I think he I don't want to say he kind of proves his point, but um, yeah, I see I can see why he's a little offended by that comment because I feel like Lil Wayne, I feel like he can rap. Lil Wayne is probably one of the only rappers, one of a few that can rap about anything. He, He's not stuck to a certain formula where he got to rap about, you know, partying or drugs. I feel like Lil Wayne, depending on his mood and whoever he's rapping with, he can rap with the big dogs. So um, I think Lil Wayne is somebody who could rap over 40. But... um, you know, not saying that's proven Andre's point. I think I think what, I mean, the type of rapper Wayne is, I feel like that's more reason for Andre to rap at 40 or over 40 because he can rap on certain topics. He can rap, he can just rap about, you know, something so simple and, and, and make it art. And, you know, we heard Andre 3000 do that with the Kanye record, uh, the the, um, the Life of the Party record. So, um, I think Wayne is in that category as somebody who can rap until he's 70 if he could, you know, barring health reasons. But, um, yeah, I I understand for somebody like Wayne can kind of take a little offense to that because Wayne is a lyrical genius, man. And, um, the stuff he, I think the stuff he do, he just do it with ease. So saying somebody like that, um, just imagine somebody like that saying, hey, what, what can you rap about at 40? Wayne is right there, man. He can rap he can rap all day long. So I, I, I understand where Wayne coming from.
2: Yeah. I mean, to be fair, Wayne does rap about the same shit now. Like every verse, like substance-wise, like the wordplay is still good. It's fire. But he kind of writes about the same shit in, in every song at this point. But... I think Tyga also had a point, interesting enough, that if you're out of it, it, it's it's harder to get back in, you know? And I think that was the issue with Andre. He had been out of it so long, you know? Yeah. Well, Little Wayne, no matter how old he gets, we just expect he's going to keep dropping shit, yeah. you know? He's dropped so many mixtapes and albums throughout the year, the years, that we're just used to it now, you yeah. know? Now it's not going to be number one on Billboard type shit ever again, but he'll keep his fan base fed. Yeah. You know the fucking Andre three thousand fan base was so starved, like a Ethiopian, that they had to stream a flute album with no drums or anything on it, and no words. <laughs> yeah, and, and they, that had to hold them over. If you're a hardcore Andre three thousand fan, you had to listen to that shit and pretend you liked it. <laughs> That's how starved you are. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's uh, that's just the difference, and I think that also played a part into it—the fact that, um, the the pressure was so big to deliver something from him. If he just kept rapping and releasing his own projects, like Big Boy does, Big Boy drops all the time, you yeah. know. And so it, it's not surprising for us, and it doesn't feel like he's outdated or, you know, it sounds like Big Boy. Yeah. If Andre kept making projects and made projects of his own. And just dropped him He could just rap whenever But the fact that he took such a long ass hiatus Is that the pressure is too much now In a way So I get that too Yeah. Um, Tab says Shout out to Lil Wayne My favorite rapper of all time Vaughn on Twitch says Solo reprise is the best example of nothing Into something with three stacks And hell yeah Wayne can rap well in his later age He just hasn't delivered in a long ass time See, I agree, but also, yeah, I pretty much agree. I do. I yeah. mean, he, he can, he's definitely, like I've said before, I think he's a, technically a better lyrical rapper as far as wordplay than he's ever been. But I mean, his, his rapping style is just catered to younger people. And it, it's just, it's never going to be, you know, chart topping. He's never going to have another lollipop ever again, you know? And that's okay. You can still make money and do your thing and he's clearly enjoying what he does, so. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, um...
1: Oh, speaking of podcasts, everybody got the podcast. Did you see this Jeff Teague
2: podcast? I've seen clips (laughs) of it.
1: Yeah, uh... He pretty much, uh... What'd he say he was talking... Oh, he was talking about Michael Jackson, Can't (laughs) Sing?
2: I didn't see that one.
1: Here, let me let me play it for you real quick. Yeah, play that shit. Yeah, he, he kinda had the internet going crazy a little bit. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> I think this is it right here. What does Drake saying. do better than fucking Michael Jackson? What? <laughs>
2: Voice them, they never sing on the same level. Oh, no, we're not going to do that. no nope, move nope. the fuck up. <laughs> this man. nigga said
1: Drake sings better than Michael Jackson.
2: Michael Jackson could not sing. Y'all going to sit here and tell me Michael Jackson can sing. But he, he got past ABC 123, Well, that nigga nah, is we three not, turning I white. I swear
1: to God, we're not doing this for clickbait <laughs> on, on my mama.
2: Michael Jackson could not sing, bro. I'm not clickbait. I'm not trying to be, but I'm being for real, bro. Y'all gonna sit here and tell me that shit sound
1: good,
0: bro? It slaps.
1: This is how I know niggas really don't be tapped into music. You can't have no ear for music. You're gonna say Drake sings just as good as Michael
2: Jackson. Y'all really listening to that shit and saying, (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: that
2: shit does not sound fucking good. Whitney Houston can sing. Drake
1: Evans can sing. Nigga, Michael Faith Jackson. Davis can't sing better than no motherfucking Michael Jackson. Man, fuck out of here. Move on. Move <laughs> on. Fuck here, are you fucking crazy right, right now? I don't, what That's are we doing? way better
2: than Michael Jackson's voice, bro. Michael Jackson cannot sing, See, bro. Look who
1: y'all be vouching
2: for. Y'all be in for real, bro. If y'all... Now, look, I've actually, to be fair, I think he has a point with, the Motown kid Michael Jackson and his voice versus like the older Michael Jackson. Now I'm not gonna sit here and act like Drake sings anywhere near as good as Michael Jackson. Uh I, I but I've thought about this actually. I've i thought about like, you know, Michael Jackson, would you say he's one of the best singers of all time?
1: Nah, mm-mm. I don't think
2: nobody
1: <laughs> I don't think nobody had like voice-wise, uh the best singer of all time. I don't think nobody ever had him in in that range, I don't
2: think. Yeah. Like, maybe Kid Michael Jackson could be up there. Jackson 5 Michael Jackson uh, with Who's Loving You and all that. Like, those were some really great vocal performances. But as he got older, like, he, he, uh, he has a nice voice that sounds good, but it's not like a Luther Vandross, you know? It's yeah. not like any of the other great singers of the time. So... I would definitely say he's not one of the greatest singers, but I wouldn't say he can't sing either. Yeah that, yeah, that was going too far. That, that, he, he really jumped out the window. Yeah. He, he did a little too much saying Michael Jackson can't sing.
1: Yeah, that's the part that got me. Like, you could say he's not the best singer or, you know, not the greatest of all time when it comes to singing, but I, look, man, that Michael Jackson from 79. Until like the probably the late '80s, he he was singing, R&B. Michael Jackson was really singing, man. Mm. So like I I look I because I uh, we brought this up on the show too on in the loop, and um, Landry was kind of siding with Jeff Teague, of course, a little bit like can he sing? But um, he said Mike uh, Michael from the '90s up was like, "Uh, can he really sing? And I feel like that's an argument. I feel like you could have that argument of the, you know, the screaming mic, the the shivering mic, <laughs> as far as singing. I mm-hmm. like I I could get it if somebody said eh, I ain't really care for that that mic when he was singing. I I can understand that. I disagree. I I still feel like Michael Jackson during that time was a, a okay singer or a good. I would say good singer. Mm-hmm. I felt like he he could do something then, but. To, to say he can't sing, man, I just I can't listen to that Thriller album or that. Uh, what was the album before that? Um, off the wall. Off the wall. I can't listen. I can't sit there and listen to Off the Wall and say, man, this dude can't sing. <laughs> like, what do y'all hear? Like that. To me, that's just crazy, man.
2: Even later, Michael Jackson had some songs where he—I feel like he sang well on, like "Stranger in Moscow," one of my favorite Michael Jackson songs. Butterflies,
1: song, yeah, butterflies. I felt like
2: butterflies, yeah. Late Michael Jackson, he could sing, man, yeah. So, is he one of the best of all time? I wouldn't put him in my top five or even top ten, probably. Uh, But. To compare Drake to him singing wise is is a bridge too far, man. I'm sorry. Yeah. What Come was
1: on. what was that song? Remember he was singing his ass off on that uh, We Are the World or whatever? Uh
2: was that yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was the yeah, song yeah. we
1: he was singing in the video and then somebody else (laughs) went after him and he was looking at him like, what the hell
2: is this? Yeah, I I know Sandy Lauper was there and some other people, uh, yeah, some random people who weren't even singers were on their shit. Yeah, Yeah. it was was rough.
1: Yeah, I can't sit there and say he can't sing.
2: Yeah. I can't say that. Yes. But I, I feel like it is the one another thing I've been thinking about. Like, you know somebody's the goat when that's the person they go to to make, like, a hot take about somebody. Yeah. You know, the same thing about Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan wasn't playing against nobody. Yeah. The same thing with Jay-Z. Like, oh, Jay-Z was never the hottest rapper out. Mm -hmm. If you... Or Tupac, the hot takes. Remember that whole era with the Tupac hot takes? Tupac wasn't a good rapper. If they're the person you go to to make your hottest take, that means they're probably the GOAT. Yeah. (laughs) So... Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, I agree. I agree. They they always compare that person and mm-hmm. say, "Oh no, he's not." Uh, that person is overrated, or this person ain't even that good. And it's like all right, it's something there, obviously. And that's how I feel about LeBron, man. Like yeah. as much shit as uh, shit people talk about LeBron, it's something there. If you keep bringing them up and you keep comparing them, you keep saying jo- he ain't better than Jordan, who is yeah. the greatest. It's it's something there, like. You you might feel like that's a little disrespectful comp- uh, comparing um Jordan and LeBron, but you comparing Jordan and LeBron, mm-hmm. man. You ain't sitting there comparing Jordan and um and uh, Wilt Chamberlain or Jordan and Magic. I, mm-hmm. I mean not Jordan, but uh LeBron and Wilt Chamberlain or, or LeBron and Magic or Yeah. Like shoot, some people ain't even comparing LeBron and Kobe. <laughs> no. It's, no,
2: that that's just LeBron and well, Jordan,
1: well, man. man. It's, yeah. Le, it's LeBron and Jordan. I still feel like that's a that's a compliment comparing him to the greatest.
2: It is. It is. So yeah, that, that's how I know somebody's the go when somebody just wants to rile people up with a hot take, like a Michael Jackson kid sing. Yeah, okay. <laughs> the biggest selling artist of all time couldn't sing. Yeah, yeah. All right. We'll go with that. Um, Vaughn on Twitch says, to, uh, I think we already read that. Older Michael Pop. Could, older Michael could pop sing, not sing-sing. That ain't Whitney. But if you think Tune Drake can sing better than Michael at any fucking point, man, yeah, I agree. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. he mean, definitely he, wasn't Whitney. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't, like, even the male contemporaries he had, I wouldn't even put him against, like, a Pevo Bryson or anything like that. You know, there are people, especially in the 90s, who were just the great era of R&B, male and female R&B. Yeah. So I'm, I'm not putting them up there with all them. Yeah. but yeah
1: and that's and that's the thing too like with the 90s like the way they these dudes was coming in singing this Mm -hmm. was like this was like maybe this is like the LeBron era in the 2000s coming in playing in in the NBA where he's like man we never seen an athlete like this yeah and you know at the time you might not say they better than some of the athletes from the 90s but if you put them two together or uh, compare LeBron to somebody in their um, heyday in the 80s, it's just like, man, this person mm-hmm. physically is better <laughs> than somebody that played in the 80s. Yeah. And that that's how it was in the 90s, man, because in the 80s, you had the Luthers, you had the Whitney's and stuff like that, which is good, but... You had people like, "Yo, that was coming out the water mm-hmm. just singing their ass off. You had some rant."
2: Of men, yeah, a lot yeah. of people.
1: Yeah, it's just like, man, this it's a different day and age, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you know, respectfully, those guys came in singing better. You know what I mean? But but yeah, Michael Michael Jackson is man. I I can yeah. sit there and say even even in the 90s, man, his vo- voice was a little older and all that stuff, but I still look, I ain't look at him as like, man, this dude cannot sing. Why is he, <laughs> you know, he wasn't Bobby Brown uh, with it as an older person, as an older mm-hmm. artist. Because yeah, when Bobby no. Brown got older, that dude couldn't, I, yeah, I don't think nobody Yeah,
2: said. I mean, really, he fell off after <laughs> the first album, if we're being real, man, so. Yeah,
1: yeah. Bobby Brown as a kid was cool, <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know, but Bobby Brown as a grown man, it, it, like, nah, this, this ain't it. <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah, well, no no, I agree, man. Uh, Tab said he agreed. I think he agreed. With, are you saying you agree with Tiger? Hmm, Put you in a hot seat, I, man. Don't I, know. I think. I, so. about I think, he, I think he said he, he said with it, Tiger. He said it
1: during when the clip was playing. Yeah, yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. I don't know about that. I think, like, I agree with the sentiment of he wasn't the best singer, but I think as a like. Saying Drake can sing better than Michael Jackson is crazy.
1: Yeah, he pretty much said at the ABC that, that was
2: it. <laughs> he was a kid then,
1: man. So you mean yeah, to tell he me he had a
2: lot of songs and albums you out, mean, bef- in between, yeah, from whatever they played in the background that we couldn't hear. Yeah, you mean to tell me "Rock with You" wasn't he
1: wasn't singing <laughs> good on
2: there? <laughs> yeah, people just and that's another thing too about the new generation. A lot of people just want to feel like they're just the best, you know? Like, unfortunately, and, and I don't know how Je- old Jeff Teague is, but it's possible that he doesn't really remember Michael Jackson, you know? So you really can't speak on a, a phenomenon that you weren't a part of. Yeah. But you can speak about Drake. Yeah. And you want to believe that Drake is the best ever because he's the only one you've seen, really. Yeah, of that status, yeah. but for people who actually are older than twenty nine, or I don't know how he, old it would be he, to not he, remember Michael Jackson, it will probably this, have to be like twenty one. This
1: is the crazy. <laughs> this is the crazy thing. He he's thirty five years
2: old. Okay, well now he has no excuse. Yeah, about as old that. as me. So yeah, yeah he has no excuse. And he's the, just uh, trolling.
1: Yeah, and the other thing is like, I understand somebody that's under thirty. Where they grew up to, like a um, Drake being a singer, or name any other singer around here, like Summer Walker or SZA, mm-hmm. something like that, and you kind of like, yeah, those gr- they could sing, they could sing better than you know Aaliyah or whoever that was in the '90s or F- uh, Faith, whoever. I can understand, I could kind of understand because that's what they grew up to. Those was the R and B people that they you know, grew up listening to. But, like, Jeff T, he, he older than me, man. He older than me about a couple months. You mean to tell me, you, you know, Drake is seen good as Michael Jackson? That's that's insane,
2: man. Yeah. I mean, unfortunately, I think so. with a lot of these podcasts, even the ones by famous, M- well, I don't know if Jeff T, because he's a famous NBA player, but I know of them. Yeah. Uh But they, they got to get their viral clips off, man. You yeah. know, so unfortunately, I think he dialed it up a little bit. He was a little cartoony with yeah. the fucking exaggerating. Uh, Michael Jackson not being able to sing. I think that was just, you know, some shit to keep the get the computers putin, as Cameron would say. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: So, yeah. Um, anything else? I think that might wrap it up, man. I know you're tired as hell. You got an early morning. It's about midnight now on Friday. Um. Vaughn on Twitch says, Stig, it's been a pleasure watching you put in work on 610. Rocket, I'm still mad. You never sent me that clip of Paul Gallant after you gave him the Devin the Dude homework. (laughs) All love, guys. Y'all have a good weekend. (laughs) Uh, I I don't even remember I still have that. It's probably still, when I go on uh, to the station on Sunday, I'll check. I saw some stuff saved. But uh, yeah, I don't even remember that. I remember giving him homework and I don't think he ever listened to any of it. Yeah. So it was really pointless. (laughs) I talked about, when we had Paul on the show, I talked about that. Like, all my Houston rap and rap education classes were pointless because he never, he never got any more educated on rap.
1: What the hell do he listen to?
2: I, I like, he listens to, like, early 2000s, like, music, like, Nickel... I, I think he he trolls like he don't like Nickelback, but I think he likes Nickelback. He, really? he knows all their songs. <laughs> um, He knows all that stuff, man. So I think he trolls like he doesn't like that. I don't think he listens to a lot of new music, period.
0: Mm, you know?
2: Sure. But uh, <laughs> Tab said, Rocket, always good to see you. Good to see you, too, man. Hope you're yeah, doing well. Yeah, yeah. I know you're on the last podcast as well. Good to see you as well. <laughs> Um, good to see everybody up in here. I didn't think we'd have many people watching or yeah. chiming in since we did this podcast so late tonight. Yeah, I'm um, so glad to everybody who popped in and showed up, man. Much love to y'all.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Salute, man. This ain't gonna be this ain't gonna be an everyday thing. I'll tell you that, <laughs> man. My old ass be dog. I'll be in the bed by like 9 30, man. I I'm couldn't,
2: getting there, man. I couldn't
1: even stay up for that uh Thursday night football game, man. it was a good yeah. game. <laughs> I'm like, man, I'm getting into bed. It's late.
2: I'm trying to be more of an early bird. I wake up really early now, around like five or six. So I'm trying to get to bed earlier to earlier. And I'm I'm trying to get like that 9:30, 10 sweet spot, but it's hard, man. It's sometimes I just can't go to sleep and I just end up staying up till midnight, regardless.
1: Yeah. That's oh like... man, them days are over, man. Yeah, <laughs> up to midnight. Yeah. And I'm good because I... I had this coffee. So I, I I'm good now, but. Dog, I can't. I man, I can't just stay up uh, to midnight on a random night.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Tab says, "Figgy, I'm really proud of you, bro." Hey, Tab, you okay? Is something is something happening, man? You got me worried about these. Uh, <laughs> 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 hey,
1: it's funny you said that too, because like um, my sister randomly texted me during the show and said, "I love you," mm-hmm. just out the blue. <laughs> like she never really texted me like that. And she texts me, I love you. And the first thing I thought about, like, what the hell is wrong? Like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) why are you sending me this randomly like this? And so uh, I texted her back, love you too. What you up to? I was just engaged in the conversation. She was like, oh, no, I'm just studying for a test. I got to take a test later. I'm like, damn, I I ain't tell her this. But I'm like, man, you scared the shit out of me.
2: Really, though? Like, I'm like, Like, what's
1: going on, man? mm -hmm. (laughs) So... Yeah, nah. Yeah, Tab. I hope you good, man. <laughs> oh, he said. You said
2: he said he's happy for y'all. That's it. Good, man. Yeah. Good. You, sometimes I get worried when, uh, when, when somebody randomly hits me up and says some nice things. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. Ain't that messed I, up? <laughs> <laughs> it is, but it's like that. That's unfortunately like we're so unused to getting that as adults. Yeah. You know that usually it's like only in times of, of, of sadness or death that you really appreciate somebody and you want to give them nice words and say, you know, oh, one of my friends died, so I I want to hit up my other friends let them know how how much I mean to them, how much they mean to me. You know, it's only things like that that really makes you think, unfortunately, because we all got to do better at just spreading love, period, and letting everybody know that uh, they mean a lot and you know, we're proud of them. So, yeah, Piggy, we're proud of you, man.
1: Yeah. I, hey, I appreciate y'all, man. Tab been rocking with us from the very beginning. Yeah, Tab, Tab is the one that brought the podcast back. He didn't even know man. it. <laughs> like, we thought <laughs> nobody was listening to this, and he actually brought <laughs> it up on 610.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: And I was just like, man. So, I'm like, maybe we need to keep going in. Yeah. Hey, somebody yep. like this is listening, so we got to keep going. So yeah, tab, oh, yeah.
2: tab is patient zero, man. He was at the he was at the ground. He was at the ground zero of the podcast, man. Always riding with us, supporting us. We always love you for your support, man. I'll never forget what you did for the uh 610 producer draft well, the uh the draft thing when you called in and put me number yeah. one overall. Yeah. No, I'll never forget that, man. That was a really special moment for me. And <laughs> Yeah, so we love you for that, man. Hope you're always doing well. And whenever you can pop into the podcast, we'll always chop it up with you, man. Always. Yeah.
1: and um, Vine 23, man, I appreciate you too, man. This Look, man, a lot of people don't know how much of a struggle, you know, it took me to get this far. Yeah. And right now, like, I, I'm blessed to be where I'm at, but I still got a long way to go, man. I'm still grinding like I don't have it and yeah. honestly i'm grinding like this because i don't have it yet <laughs> so um you know what like god been keeping me blessed i've been staying humble i've just been working hard so i appreciate y'all little comments like this really help me
2: it does because, man
1: because sometimes um, i'll be working a lot and i feel like nobody know this it's mm-hmm. like i do and, and like we said with the podcast earlier we like damn is somebody even paying attention to this <laughs> or appreciate this so it's good when you get comments like that man so it know that i know that i'm doing something right yeah so um yeah salute to all y'all man
2: no 100 percent. no we really do appreciate everybody who stops in and leaves a comment and even if you don't leave a comment and just watch the podcast or listen to the podcast on your own time whenever we appreciate all y'all, man. Like honestly, I never really cared about being a huge podcast or getting a lot of money. Like mm-hmm. me and Figgy just want to talk and have fun with people that are 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 cool with us, man. Honestly, that's mm-hmm. like the ber- the genesis of this whole podcast. We just want to talk and bullshit and have fun and, and tell jokes and get these jokes off and just do whatever, man. Good vibes mm-hmm. and anybody who comes in and listens and In in comments or whatever, really appreciate y'all, man. Y'all really mean a lot to us. Y'all are the reason we keep doing it, honestly. Because Mm -hmm. there's a lot of times we think about, man. I don't know. It's getting. There's a lot of stuff going on this week. I don't know. I really feel like doing it, but you know, it's always fun. Whenever I get into the podcast, it's always fun being here with y'all, man. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And like today, man. Like I work. I did my normal show today. I left and got a haircut, and then I had to go to work uh, to my other job, and then I came from there right here, man. Like, I could have said, hey, let's hold off, but I enjoy doing this, man. Like, me me and Rocket don't get paid for this. <laughs> mm-hmm. We ain't get nothing for this. This is, like, time we could be doing something else, mm-hmm. but, you know, I enjoy this time, man. It's a Friday night, and this is one of the reasons why we don't have another host, yeah, because we do this on a Friday night, and y'all know stuff be going on on Friday nights. People don't want to spend a Friday night <laughs> talking for three hours on the uh,
2: <laughs> on the computer, man. About American Idol winners, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, like,
1: no, I enjoy this. I, I enjoy talking to y'all, man. I enjoy talking to my dude Rocket. So, mm-hmm. nah, we like we appreciate this a lot, man. We yeah. and I got to do a better. And, this is probably something we could do starting next year or something like that. But mm-hmm. we got to figure out how to make a better experience for y'all,
2: man. Yeah. Just yeah. Well, up a little bit. I'm, I'm looking at some other podcasts too. I'm like, man, they're, they're doing so much. I was looking at Mark Nash podcast too. And I was like, man, he's, he's doing a lot too. Yeah. So we definitely want to make it better for y'all. Um, But you, like, like we said, it's tough during football season. Um, But once, I mean, we're almost at the end now. So once that's over, We'll have some more free time. We'll link up. We'll brainstorm. We'll think about things to do for y'all because I do want to keep this podcast going, man. I'm not. I'm not sick of it. Okay. I like. Yeah. I still enjoy it. I still feel good doing it. So yeah. let's yeah. keep pushing until the wheels fall off, Piggy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I agree, man. I was even thinking about doing something like maybe. Maybe one of these podcasts, we could just like play play a video game or something and just, <laughs> you know how we doing this podcast now? Yeah. We could do this and, and play some type of uh, video, not Madden or nothing like that, but some type of uh, horror game where, we, where people kind of be engaged and we still yeah. have the conversation. I think that'd be pretty dope, man. I'm sure we can.
2: Different. We we got to do some research, but I'm I've seen people play games on stream for sure on co-op and shit. So we could definitely figure something out. Yeah. But we'll we'll, we'll be in the kitchen. We in the kitchen. All right. We going We we when when the Texans are done for the season, we gonna enter the kitchen and start cooking.
1: Yeah. All right. Can you start believe, whooping that work. Can you believe they got three more home games left?
2: Yeah. It's it's going by crazy. pretty quick now.
1: Yeah. So after this home game coming up on Sunday. They got the um, Christmas Eve and then the New Year's Eve game. And that's it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> the season went by quick. Um, and it, no, they have a January 7th game against the Colts, too.
1: Yeah, that's but that's an away game.
2: Yeah, that's right. Oh, the home games. Yeah, yeah that's ju- true.
1: Just, yeah, after this game, just two more home games.
2: Yep. Yeah, they had like four in a row, it feels like, man. They <laughs> did. <like> three. <laughs> like, yeah. I ain't seen Sean Pendergast in the studio in like a month. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, so this Sunday coming up is the um the last of the home, I guess the three game homestand. So,
2: um wait, this next game is home?
1: Yeah, this next game is the last of the three game homestand because oh, okay. there was three straight okay. home games.
2: So you going to get the tailgate, right? Yeah, I'm gonna be
1: do- yeah, I'm gonna do the tailgate. Um,
2: okay.
1: Yeah, and then after after this game, then I got two more tailgates. So and that's it. <laughs>
2: Okay. Okay. Well, make sure y'all check out Piggy's take. Uh, tailgate takeover. You can see a lot of things like him doing the South Side and getting clowned for it. <laughs> man, hey, I got roasted for that, man. Hey, man. Got hey. At, at least I saw the clip of Brandon Scott putting you on how to do it. So at least he helped you out, man. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. So so to be
1: clear too about that, I mentioned I ain't want to mention it and try to defend myself too much because I I'm cool with getting joked on. Mm -hmm. But uh, I was actually joking around in that video because I was eating and the song came on. So I started kind of being silly with it. And my uh, video person told me to keep doing that. and Get it on video, so I was. Just,
2: it was obvious that you put it up as a joke, that, man. yeah. That's what I'm saying. I even <laughs> said, Am I doing
1: it? Am I doing it right? Or something like yeah. that. Yeah,
2: so it, 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 like the people really think that you saw that. and said, Damn, I look good yeah, <laughs> <I'm, yeah. laughs> doing this dance. I'm definitely yeah. gonna put this up. They're gonna be proud of me.
1: That's the funny part about it. So people was like joking, like Lopez brought it up on the air, like, Oh, I, I see you trying to do the soft side. How you? I was just like, see, I guess y'all don't know I was really joking around, but
2: <laughs> but I ain't want to,
1: like, I ain't want to sit there and spoil it. I ain't, like, it's cool. I was, yeah. I was just having fun Yeah, yeah,
2: man. nah, I, I got what you were going with it, man. I, yeah. I didn't think, like, it was obvious you weren't being serious. <laughs> yeah.
1: <but laughs> now, now, real talk, I, you know, I didn't, obviously I didn't grow up here, so I mm-hmm. didn't grow up doing the South Side. I didn't even know it was a dance until I moved here. Yeah. So uh, I'd be lying to you if I say I was an expert and and knowing how to do it. But at that moment, I was being silly. And my cameraman was right next to me being silly, too. So I I don't understand how people, I guess they missed the joke. I don't know.
2: But yeah, was yeah, funny. you know, I, people, I people take shit way too literally on Twitter, period. So there's some people who like I see the most obvious, sarcastic responses and somebody always like takes it seriously in the comments. Well, actually, that's not what that means. Like, can you not see what yeah. fuck a fucking joke? Yeah. Yeah. It's my nerves, man. <laughs>
1: Our girl J-Bell got caught up in that one time. Remember what Ross Tucker tweeted, I think. Tom Brady won the Super Bowl and he was like chugging beers or something like that.
2: Yeah. And he
1: was like, oh, my God, what my kid, my, uh, how can my kid watch something like this or something like that? He was being funny. Mm-hmm. And she was just like, uh, which she, she, got, she took it serious and people pretty much jumped on her like a trampoline to the point. I
2: think, <laughs> I think she ended up deleting the
1: tweet and all this other stuff because yeah. people knew he was joking. Mm-hmm. But she like took it serious, like, oh, he, can, he is she not allowed to have a good time when he won a game and and everybody's like, girl, she yeah, he joking.
2: <laughs> yeah, she's not. I don't think she's used to that. And, and to be fair, she was not familiar with Ross Tucker. N- not just and that, his, the fact that there are people who 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 tweet stuff that's so stupid you would assume it's a joke, but they're being serious. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what makes. To be fair, it does get a little blurred because sometimes yeah. you're like, this person has to be sarcastic, and then you see their profile <laughs> and it's like, oh, okay, it's not a fucking comedian. This guy is yeah. serious.
1: Yeah. So especially, that makes
2: yeah. it hard as well.
1: Yeah, especially when you see like congressmen talking about the song. Yeah. And
2: how <laughs> it's destroying the destroying the earth. <laughs>
1: so. Yeah.
2: So there it's gotten hard to detect sarcasm, but you could tell when going to somebody's profile, like, okay, this guy's a fucking a jokester or it's yeah. fucking like a comedian type dude. Yeah. You're clearly not being serious. Yeah,
1: I usually do that little check too. When I see mm-hmm. something so silly, I'm like, let me see this person talk about. It. And then I see other trolling type of stuff. Like, yeah. all right. <laughs> like I ain't about to
2: gauge
1: to this. But sometimes I'll be like, dang, this person dead serious.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: And Then you see now, them arguing with people in the comments too. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh yeah, this person's serious.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's it's funny. It, but it's hard to tell now what people like there, there are there is always that person now who's super serious and yeah. says something ridiculous. So <laughs> it gets a little tough, but yeah. yeah. Um, all right, like we said, it's getting late. We're gonna go ahead and shut this podcast down. Shout out to everybody who came out, though. Shout out to Ernesto. Miguel, Tony Scott, Spoon, Brad Spoon, uh, Tab, of course, always, Uh, and our boy Vaughn23 on Twitch. Um, I don't think I missed anybody. Oh, Troy on Facebook as well. Wait. Yeah, Troy. Troy. Uh, Everybody who came out and and chopped it up or anybody who's watching and listening on your own leisure time, make sure y'all check out Figgy at the tailgate.
1: Did we say Tony Scott?
2: Yeah, I think I said Tony okay, Scott. Okay, yeah. it is, You get three shout-outs now. Tony I Scott, know. Tony Scott, Tony Scott. Appreciate <laughs> you chopping in, man. Yeah. And uh, make sure y'all check out if you at the tailgate next. And you should be supporting the Houston Texans now. They're good. Yeah. And make sure you check out um, Figgy Fig at the tailgate if you're going to the game and shit. We appreciate y'all. We love y'all. Until next time. Peace.